Hello and welcome to Infamous, the audio podcast. This is Brandon, or Mutilus, on Discord. This is Jeremy, and Diablo 4 is dead to me on Discord and everywhere else. Dot com, hashtag, forward slash, Diablo's dead. Uh, and this is Nigel, and I agree, Diablo's dead. Fallout <laughs> Fall 76, let's go! <laughs> I, um, at this point, I'm trying to just avoid playing it to increase the metric that nobody plays that game anymore. Fallout 76 or Diablo? Diablo. <laughs> I've never seen a company just literally just put the gun in their mouth like that. Like, it was such a terrible decision. <laughs> I mean... Guys, why would people not like their characters being nerfed by 30% on a random Wednesday patch? Is that something people don't like? And then we'll admit online the next day that we made a mistake and then not fix it. It was very good. Uh, All right, yeah. yeah. What's that? Oh, I was just going to move an announcement. You got something else? Oh, I just, yeah, Blizzard's, Blizzard's the crown prince of like, Blizzard came out with the game, Path of Exile basically expanded on like um dota's and path of exile are games that like live because blizzard kind of let the ball drop a little bit and then blizzard is like the king when they want to come back and kill you it's fucking over (laughs) except for they're fucking old and fucking out of touch they don't know what the fuck's going on anymore they're a fucking disaster yeah granddad's not got pants yeah (laughs) granddad's drunk again sleepy joe wandered in uh it's out of control. Cool. All right. Uh, so Parker has 1,902 probationary episodes, and he's not here today. He's going to so, be fine. Um, he's going to be fine. I checked the notes, and we still owe Parker a punishment that we've never given him. So this makes two Parker punishments that we still owe him. Hmm. So, uh, Jeremy, I want you to start that that hamster wheel up and just let me know when you think of something truly devious. <laughs> I'm working on it. I will. You know what? Nope, that's not bad enough. I'll get you. Yeah. I'll get it. I'll get it. We'll get it. It's going to involve something really dark. Maybe we'll just actually swat him during the, the podcast one time. Is there any way to make him play himself? Um, I can make him sit down and watch all of the battle reports that he's in. Like, every minute of them. And they're all, like, two and a half hours, because, man, he plays real slow. That's true. Man, that that would be... That's, like, 30 hours. He's only played, like, three battle reports. <laughs> no one deserves that. <laughs> no one deserves that. All right. Uh, also, um, I will say, uh, look for possible infamous items on the Muse on store in the future. Uh, we'll make some announcements when things become official, but we're looking into um, having some official merch on the Muse store. Yeah, what the uh, dice boxes and you know whatever else you guys needed. Yeah, I've got a whole list of items that uh, are going to be hopefully on the Muse store. Also. Um, official infamous dice will be available through the Muse store. Uh, boo. Uh, you can reach out to him and uh, get those there. Uh, those should actually be out very soon. I so mean, I they're going to be up. six-sided, so it's totally useless. No, they're, they're, D8s. <laughs> <laughs> they're definitely D8s. Uh, Hand-carved um, out of one piece of wood. Yep. <laughs> yeah, carved out of one piece of wood. <laughs> and all the symbols are, are hammered in whalebone, so uh, <laughs> they're real nice. Yeah. Real nice. No, but in all seriousness, uh, look for a lot of new updates for infamous stuff in the future. Um, I am, have a lot of stuff in the fire that's all coming to a head all at once. So uh, we'll have a lot of announcements next week. We've sold of the dice boxes. I think you guys represent like 95% of the dice boxes. So 
Of, oh. uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Cause, just yeah, dropping well, the elbow like d- that. Just that first, that first weekend of like, what I, I don't know if I brought 10 or 15 or whatever over. Mm. Uh, I've sold like two since. Mm. If you... Well, um, I, I'll probably do like a YouTube video on like showing how cool the box is at some point. But uh, it's pretty sweet. Mm. If you could finish anyway. the top insert, that would be amazing. The top <laughs> insert? Uh, oh, so... oh, you mean the little uh, the thing for the tokens? Yeah. Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Business chaos. Uh, yeah. I understand. I actually cannot wait for business chaos to be over. I think again yeah. at the end of forty-five days, business chaos week or be business chaos month will be over, and then uh, I, I'll be my brain will be uh, I'll be a smooth brain operator. Yeah. We did a five thousand square foot complete renovation, and I I know exactly how you feel. Yeah, like he was just like I'm working sixteen hour days, and I've worked sixteen hour days for the last twenty eight days, and then. And then someone's like, when are you going to be done? It's like, I will literally stab you in the face with a fucking hot poker. Like, <laughs> leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on to news. Um, let's see. How do I put this? Uh, Atomic Mass Games has heard your questions and refuses to answer, I think, is the official stance. Sky is falling. Sky is but, falling. Uh, I legitimately am excited. Uh, so they basically post in here that there's going to... What they're... Um, their new like announcement schedule is going to be. And it sounds like they're going to do a live stream just before um, Gen Con, which is in probably by the time you're hearing this. No, it'll be next week. Okay, so. I think it's Tuesday next week, right? They said they're going to do an announcement, yeah. the second. Yeah. So within the next week after hearing this, there's going to be a cool announcement. Um, but yeah, I would just keep an eye out. It, there's news coming. I know it's been very dry lately, but uh, stuff's in the works. So. But otherwise, we're waiting till August. So next week's an announcement, and then the big announcement's August. Mini Stravaganza. Pretty mm-hmm. awesome, though. Like, the words... My, I don't know. my personal prediction is that we're going to get another one of these, like, X-Men slash X-Force videos of, like, here's the new affiliation that's coming. I think that's what we're going to get on Tuesday. And then we'll get more information after that. I don't know. I think it's going to be the 2.0. Mark 2 coming, huh? Yeah, I think Mark- the Gen Con is going to be the 2.0 box. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I know Aaron's not here, but he told us just before we went on the cast that he thinks it's going to be Core Set 2. Yeah. yeah. So it's a new new Core box. I, yeah. I think that's I think what, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't think it'll be the full rewrite of rules, but I do think it'll be a Core Set. Okay. Um, yeah, I would, be, a- I would be blown away if they're like, <laughs> we're rewriting everything. Like That would really, really stun me. I would be surprised if there was a new core set because they push back every time people have asked on that specifically for a lot of different reasons. Like, it's really annoying for stores to have to stock multiple core sets. Um, I'm not saying it's impossible, but I I would be really surprised. Isn't there, like, I, so legitimately, is there not just a Spider-Man card floating around that just has the fucking wrong stats on it? Correct. No. no yeah, wait, of course, Spider- yeah, Peter. Peter is just wrong. He's just wrong. They never actually released a new card. You can't digitally. I don't even think you could print a good you card. You can't get him. it. He's got six on the back. You have to buy. Guys. You have to buy the yeah. combo kit thing yeah. or something. The affiliation pack. What? No. The affiliate. The, the new affiliation pack. Yeah. The. Yep. Yeah, it comes but, in the new affiliation but, yeah. pack. But if you got the core box or the or the versus pack, you're basically shoved that up your ass. But then correct those. So if you're just saying that there's more cards that they need to reprint that have been errated. Yes, that is a hundred percent true. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a twenty twenty three card pack announcement. But I mean, that how, what percentage updates. of core Peter players got into Peter with this new box? Oh, sure, that's yeah, a I small mean, number. But exactly. also, like, how many people play Malekith that don't have a correct card? 
how many people play Sam that don't have a correct card. Yeah. Like these, a lot of these cards have been errated and just haven't been updated. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not just a Peter Parker yeah, yeah, issue. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I'm all for them doing more updated cards. I'm 100% for that. I want it to happen. I'm just saying I don't see a new core set coming out. If you're like, we're re-releasing the original core whoa, set with hey, updated whoa, whoa, cards. Whoa, 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 You clearly don't listen to Muse. Uh-huh. Didn't you hear the, 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 um, so like Nathan Gerard from the Gamers Guild, he had a video mm-hmm. that I thought was a uh, pretty coherent from, um, Adepticon where they, and their panel, they had the core box art. It was all of the core box characters minus Doc Ock and Spider-Man fighting, but it was like Mohawk miss Captain Marvel. And like, oh. so it was, and it, this was the backdrop. So when they were doing the, all the announcements, the backdrop art was in some way informing a story. Now, granted, like, for example, on our cast, Josh was like, oh, people just commission art all the time and just who cares? Uh, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> but like, <laughs> you know, it I'm, is, all, I'm here for the Josh slander. This is fine. This, <laughs> but just don't tell is, him I said that because he'll stop giving me free beer. <laughs> no, I, but uh, but I do think that that's interesting that they did commission art that was a reimagining of the core box. Mm-hmm. Um sans the characters that got shoved out into the faction like the affiliation boxes uh that mm-hmm. is extremely suspicious right um so like yeah, if they do a new core box and it's got mohawk captain marvel seems more relevant now that people are talking about a second core box but is that the reason they're talking about a second core box like is it the inception thing where it's like the only reason we're talking about it is because we saw the splash art um Again, I don't see them doing a new corset, but I could definitely see them doing an updated corset with better models and um, new card orientations and stuff like that. Um, I'm, I, a, I'm a huge believer I just, in the smoke is where there's smoke, there's fire nonsense. Sure. And So um, I point blank to Aspagani at Adepticon um, if we were ever going to get an all-inclusive card pack update that has all of the cards with the new formatting. And he said, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Not like I can't say. He said, absolutely, that is never going to happen. So I, yeah. I'm just forever sad because my OCD makes my cards want to be the same direction. Yeah, and yeah. I can't do that. No, no, I agree. That would be nice. I think it'd be nice if they just gave us the print to play ability on all of the cards with a new template. And we could go print them at like drive-by CCG or something if we wanted to. I mean, they've done that with crises, so there's no reason why yeah, they can't. Exactly. That's like the money is clearly not in the physical cards. People want to buy the models, so that would be the un the sort of thing that nobody's been guessing about Mini Stravaganza is they might be above and beyond. If you think about like how they built their business in almost like a micro transactiony, um, paywalled content thing, like you know if you wanted fallback, you had to have Hulkbuster type shit, um, or if you wanted uh, was it what escort to safety, you needed to have Cap Sam, you know Sam Wilson or something. Like they, I think they've grown past the need to do that shit, and they've kind of not designed that way in the last year. Like it's. Been I feel like Asmodee kind of pushed them in that direction, and then after they saw the sales, they realized that wasn't true. I don't and think so. that the. I don't think the if if sales mattered, they would keep doing it because there's no way that it hurt them. Zero. Why well, just think once you see the data that says because in X Wing that was a hundred percent true, right? So I think Asmodee was like, no, you need to put important cards in these boxes. And then they showed their like sales report and saying, no, all the boxes are selling about equally. Like there isn't a heavy lean towards these specific boxes. 
most players that play the game by the vast majority of the releases. I don't think that that's true. I think it's definitely they... not as true as it used to be. Yeah. Because when the game first dropped, it was 100% of players were like, oh, I buy everything, is what it felt like. Yeah, and because, so yeah. nowadays, less so, for sure, because there's just so many items. Yeah. And, and, I mean, they... now you don't even need to, because the cards are, like, they're only cards that are for the characters, so you don't need them. So you don't need all the characters anymore. You don't need the random. Yeah, I mean, they don't need to. So they really yeah. went the other direction. Mm-hmm. All they have to do is drop uh, a random crisis here and there to make sure people buy these fucking guys. Like, yeah. crisis are the ones you have to get as long as they don't make those printable. I really don't think they plan on releasing crises in packs anymore. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. It could be. We'll see. Uh, my speculation is still we're just going to get a video a lot like the Deadpool video, where it's just going to be like, here's what's coming next. On Tuesday like or cinematic. in Extravaganza? On Tuesday. And then in mini extravaganza, they'll expand on it. Yep. Yeah, it's it's an interesting time. The thing too, you have to like cycle. It's it's uh they had like a sort of a content desert for a second there, and it was a little boring. Um, and if it was very easy to like get tripped up by sort of like meta diversity, the sort of meta at the time. Um, but then like I sort of dug in. I was like, you know what? Every game I've ever played, I've kind of done this. Like uh, when I feel like the content is slow, the updates are slow, the innovation's slow. Um, you sort of want to check out until like the thing comes. You you basically like rather than engage in the game, you basically wait for them to like coddle you. Uh, <laughs> and so and I'm like, no, fuck that. I'm gonna dig my heels in and keep playing. And also, like the odds are, whatever experience you gain by continuing will be relevant like they're not going to like reinvent the wheel they're you know even if it's mark two right so it's like um i just i see a lot of people like this so for example last december before the uh crisis really crisis update um there were people who uh they should be you you know if you want an infamous t-shirt you should call them and ask them who said that Mm. They couldn't play. They basically couldn't get even a half chub over MCP anymore because they knew the updates were coming. And so, like, why play games that are going to be irrelevant in, like, two weeks? Which is such a bizarre, right, take. Yeah. Um, I, I don't like that take. I don't like that take. But I get it because I've been there, right? We've mm-hmm. done, As War Machine players, we've done this, like, over and over again. Well, I was the opposite. I was the guy jamming Mark II games before Mark III came because I was like, yeah. I'm never going to be able to play this list again. And I love <laughs> yeah. this list. And I was like, I was out there just fucking grinding card chip games. Yeah. Can we point out how much of a genius David Carl actually might have been? Mm. I think he's so underrated. And then when he left, everybody kind of like gave Hungerford and Pagani a lot of like people just kind of just misidentified. But I think mm-hmm. David Carl had a plan and like an idea and then stuck to it and then was rigid about it and it eventually got him ousted. But like, um, you know, ultimately it was such a good backbone. Like, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So things I think about now with MCP, I'm like, who was the genius really? All I know is I remember the day when I was at Gen Con and they released the idea of uh tierless in war machine. And me and my friend, Ugh. who played competitively, like hardcore competitive games our entire lives, looked at each other and were like, this isn't going to fucking work out. And sure enough, that was the fucking flagship. 
yeah. and the whole thing fucking tanked over the last over a bunch of years. Anyway, that's a whole discussion. But yeah, yeah. 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 No, it's an interesting. Um, when Tearless came out, they were memes. Like, tier, Tearless was like the introduction of microtransactions in miniature games. Everybody <laughs> thought it was suspect. Yeah. This is just an excuse to make you buy 2 million Doom Reavers or 2 million Berserkers or 2 mm-hmm. million. Like, they knew it was a meme and it was just going to be kind of. It was either going to be garbage or broken. There's almost like no way it could be in between or balanced or interesting or whatever. But honestly, I missed the Mark II version of it because it was mostly bad. And honestly, yep. like the Berserker spam list and the Doom Reaver list are the only two tier lists that I can even think of that ever gets mentioned. And they were memes. Like I destroyed those Doom Reaver lists. Um, and the Berserker lists were never relevant either. Like they were relevant. Like they, you see, like the occasional like tournament where some guy would just get the perfect amount, like the perfect yeah. opponents. But like. That's what it required. It required you to get this RNG of opponents that like allowed you to do whatever the stupidest things ever. Um, but that was also in a in a format that required you to, to alternate your lists, right? You couldn't even play the same. If you came with two lists, both Wasn't had to funny? have been played. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was, it, it's strange now looking back, for sure. Yeah. You guys talking about uh, the tier DNC? list stuff. Yeah. yeah. That shit used to tilt me so hard. I can't believe yeah. how many podcasts I would melt. You know, like... Divide and Conquer. Yeah, like, d- yeah Divide and Conquer. Place. Let me just play Ocean's 18 or whatever I'm playing all through the tournament, so, and I have my silver bullet versus the thing I hate, mm-hmm. you know? Did you um? Did you know that uh, Shatterpoint picked up DNC? Yes, I 100% do know that, and it's 100%. Yeah. I, I, like, I'm already, as a competitive game, again, I, I've said this on my cast a lot, that I agree with Aaron in a wholeheartedly that... It's more fun than MCP. It is way less competitive. Like there's zero. Don't even think about this game at a tournament. Just period. Just play it on Saturday with your fucking friends and beers and have a goddamn <laughs> good time for three hours. It's yeah. a slow yeah. game. It's very fun. Please don't take it serious. It's so stupid. It's such a fucking <laughs> dumb game. Um, but yes, it is very fun though. It is a very fun. I don't game. want people to think we're intentionally shitting on it. I think it's a probably a fine game. I don't think again. It's more fun than MCP, but the yeah, that's just it's you have to play it to know. But trust me, if you do, you'll know that like it is nonsense. Like if you're taking it to compet- be competitive and go to tournaments, I just yeah, the idea of playing that in a tournament ever is the stupidest thing I've ever even. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm just not doing it. I'm not even thinking about it. I don't care. People who do care, they want to make content and think about it and be uh, sweaty. I just don't. I don't care. I don't relate to those people. They're dumb. I don't care. Do you? Uh, it's a, it's do you want to know idea. something that um, has warmed my heart over the last few days? Hmm. Is basically every thirty minutes to an hour at the store that I work at, somebody will come in and shit all over 40k (laughs) and then and it is the but that's not the funny part right like i can people complain about games the whole time the funny part though is that the things that they say is exactly what we were all saying when we knew war machine was going down like almost point for point it's like i don't know what like it's like they just don't want you to be able to have fun like, it's just like, like, it's the, like the, you know, they're just trying to force you to play specific things. Like, they're just like, 
it's just it was it was it was so weird. Games like, Workshop at this point is so old that it's cyclical. Like they've had yeah. phases of that, you know. So exactly, no, no, but it's just funny because like, but there generally is a new generation of players that pick up the torch after it gets put down. Yeah, and so I feel like like there's like seventh edition was universally hated for the most part. Like not a lot of people like seventh edition. Sixth edition was much the same. It was just not as bad. But they didn't say those things. They weren't saying, like, the trigger words, where it's just like, I might be actually done. It, like, they usually was like, fuck this game, I'm not playing this game anymore. Like, they would just say things out of frustration. And now it's like, the frustration's been there for over a month. And now they're starting to get to the, like, they're actually looking at what their life would be like without 40k in it. And yeah. they're, like, contemplating if that's a bad thing. And I'm not saying I'm trying to get them out of 40k. I'm just saying, like, it's just an observation I've made. Yeah. And the number of people that came in just on Tuesday. It's like, it was like six different people that were there at different times not talking to each other. We're all just like, same thing, same thing, same thing. And then they were just like, melancholy, like, all right, well, I guess I'm just going to go home. Yeah. And just left. Hmm. It was crazy. You're like, you know what? We've got this new game. It's so over mm-hmm. here. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Dude, I got Hulk. a demo set up for Thursday. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard of um, The Incredible Hulk or this other yeah. guy, Spider-Man, but yeah. there's a game. <laughs> uh, shout out to Jim. Jim is getting a demo with me today. Some locals will know that Jim is a lifer 40k player. Yeah. Uh, Jim is coming in on Thursday for MCP. We don't judge. We'll take anyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not true. There's definitely people. I, we'll play. take you, but we'll kick you right out. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's anyway. True. Cool. Moving on uh, past news and announcements, we've got currently playing. Uh, I'll go first, just because I'm going to get out of the way. I'll give you times to make up something that you pretend that you've been playing. Uh, <sighs> I've been playing Web Warriors lately. Nice. Um, oh. I'm practicing a potential WTC list. Oh. Um, I was playing the Web of Evil list, and then Jeremy told me I need to stop playing seven pointers in the league. And so, <laughs> you son of a bitch! I guess I'll, I hey, I beat Aaron with a seven pointer, but we hand shook that he counted as a five pointer in this infamous limbo league. Yeah, the limbo. I league. hate you. Yeah. Don't start that, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> there is no such thing. There is every such thing. Um, anyway, uh, it's been pretty fun. I'm trying a build that has a go narrow drop, and I like that a lot. It's it's like a sneaky fun list. So you get. Um, Crimson Dynamo, like you get normally the problem with Web Warriors, you get stuck on like a Demons or a Gamma mission, and it's like, man, can I really outscore this guy fast enough? And so I put in like Crimson Dynamo slash Mysterio, and it's actually super fun because they come slamming into you. You're like, well, Grand Illusion's up, so like, can you actually kill these guys? And then they can't. And then if you're playing like 19 points, then you get like, um, you get Dynamo and Mysterio, and you've got, like, Grand Illusion plus the Tricks and Traps, and you've got uh, Disruption Pod and, what is it? It's um, Witty Banter, and then also the Miles Leadership, and then, you know, it's just it's just hilarious. Like, I played one mission against our local Josh, and he slammed in me with a Mortal Hulk on uh, Siege of Darkness turn, and literally dealt zero damage, because he just... Like, you do the math, and he actually does zero damage, and it's mm-hmm. scary. Like, it's just like, oh, cool, so you got seven dice, cool, so you get four hits, reroll your wild and another one, in case they reroll, they hit a second wild, you're like, cool, reroll that one too with witty banter. Also, all your skulls are crits and don't explode, and then I get six defense dice effectively. It's just like, yeah, you do zero. 
And he's just like, what do you do when Immortal Hulk can't deal damage? Like, you lose the game. Like, there's no way you can win that game. It's pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, it also has the, the usual suspects for go wide. Uh, but it's been pretty fun. Jeremy, what have you been playing? Um, so I've been playing the Black Order Corvus leadership. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I'd love, I, I just love Ebony Maw. Like, uh, he's fun. I mean, I, I don't know if I love Ebony Maw as much as I love murdering, um, Steve Rogers, Captain America, and also Black Panther. Both of those models can go fuck themselves, and Ebony Maw loves to murder both of them just straight dead, get off the table, and get the fuck out of here. And folks usually aren't used to that, because they're like, there's nothing you can do about these guys, because they're... And I'm like, yeah, there is. Um, And then the other side of the coin is there's a bunch of three-pointers in the list as well. So I've ran the list... With a bunch of three-pointers, I've ran it with uh, Ghost Rider, basically, and a bunch of three-pointers running around, and I've also run it with the Corpus Leadership, uh, and it just it it's just really fun. I just kill some models. Everybody, I look at them, and I go, you guys going to do your job today? And they just go, I don't know. I got a card. I'll try it. You know, we'll do some shit. And they uh, run around and do stuff, and it's fun. It's just fun, good list, whatever. It's funny because, like, the expectations of the Corvus leadership, it's taking up a tactic slot. You know it ain't that great. It does what it does. And you're just like, y'all going to have to carry some weight. Like, that's just all there is to it. So it's like the expectations are so low. Like, you have to make it work. So whatever. But it's fun. I've been winning some games. So it's all good. Nice. Uh, I've been playing uh, X-Men, but unfortunately it's had... Uh, storm at the helm, Uh-oh. and I've been, I've been, yes, I've. That's been a struggle. So you're basically just playing. You're playing like a casual X Men list, not like a try hard list that doesn't have a leader. Correct. Yes, I'm. Uh, yeah, but I am playing Colossus, OG Wolverine, and Cyclops. <laughs> you know, you, you know, I got to keep it real. You got to win on, when you have to on, win. I understand yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I got to say that I've, yeah, I didn't realize. <laughs> Um, what didn't you realize? <laughs> I how good those models. So, so <laughs> when you play Colossus, you get really frustrated, like every other game, with just like how much displacement fucks him. When you play Storm, and you don't care about the, all that displacement, was hilarious. Like the amount of t- t- the amount of times her leadership allows you to, you know, after all the displacements and everything else, and you're like thinking about your turn, and you're like. I'm going to do a fastball play and you're like, they're like, no, cause Colossus is actually in the path of Wolverine. And you're like, well, I'm going to fucking storm hop and fucking, he's not going to be in the way. And then I'm going to, oh man, you just get so many clever plays and interactions with the cards and everything. Just the storm hop makes things so live. It actually just polishes Colossus to like this gorgeous diamond, like where he's just actually good. Um, I've been loving it. And then I thought about it objectively. And I was like, well, I'm like one and two or one and three in my last four. Um, but they were all very close games. And honestly, yeah. um, dice haven't been friendly to me. But then I rethought about it. When people say dice aren't, you know, like bad, they probably were in kind of engaging the game in the wrong way. Like they weren't taking their, they weren't taking the throws or their activation order, their order of activations. Like they weren't throwing people at points with storm or, you know, and I was just thinking about like, okay, okay. If I'd like focused, like when dice go bad for you, it's because you're thinking you're attritioning, you know, 
and then of course dice will go bad for you then especially when you're playing like a mid-range dog shit team from fucking four years ago but like um yeah i don't know i've i've had a blast like she changes that colossus is such a piece of shit with cover all the time and he's like bodyguard because they'll displace him and then he can storm hop back to an area where he bodyguards and because he's just barely back in the in the relevance he's getting cover so he's like bodyguarding with cover uh just the weirdest stuff happens with him it's fantastic mm. i love it so anyways that's just what i've been playing and i've i've uh completely revamped my and i haven't even played that much cyclops with it i've just been playing uh other stuff but like cyclops is, cyclops if you think about it if you're if you're subscribing to all those models he's not that bad because field leader and uh like they actually combo him and storm combo with each other because he's got cover and then he quick draws quick draw McGraws you so he's got cover He's got five defense dice. If he blanks you, he fucking does two damage. Um, mm-hmm. He then moves her. He can move her with field leader, which then causes a storm hop to happen. And then you've got to come to me, my X-Men and all the cards. They're a very fun team. If you play the core dudes, like it's actually not bad. It's like, uh, I'm so in, what you're I'm saying enjoying. is people just need to man up and play Colossus and Wolverine. Yeah. One trillion percent. I did. Mm-hmm. I did have a game though. I live. Yeah. I, uh, Wolverine got flipped, uh, had his 11 dice attacks. I used exceptional healing. He was left on one. I had the 11 die Berserker Barrage into an eight die. I'm the best at what I do. Did a total of zero fucking damage between the two attacks. <laughs> oh, I was pretty frustrated. Oh, but it, sounds like you, it sounds like you paid the cable bill right there. I paid the cable bill. I really fucking... But that is rare you just have to just mm-hmm. yeah i just, mean yeah dice or dice yeah i had a similar thing that. with gamora and thanos it's like dude you spend a death decreed injured gamora with with a winging it token into some dickhead and he's just like i rolled three defense dice and you're like yeah. i got one on 12 i guess yeah. you got me <laughs> like yeah. yeah i was playing just an aside i was playing against web warriors in in, in that situation and yeah it's like okay <laughs> like yeah. they roll like four or five defense dice uh trivially so it's like if you don't roll spectacularly you're not doing anything mm-hmm. uh i have a question for you hmm. did you say a moment ago that you were um like using the storm hop to get wolverine and cyclops or colossus lined up for the fastball special to get because get them out of each other's way so like if colossus okay. throws wolverine and wolverine's body goes over colossus's base he would stop like he, colossus doesn't ignore so they actually fixed that did oh. you not know that no i did so there was an there was a pseudo errata on the rules forums one of the better changes they've made and so props to them um any character playing a card is considered to be performing the action and so it's same thing with do you know who i am you can fastball special wolverine through colossus because colossus is considered to be performing the throw Oh my god! Okay, they, well never they mind. They fixed that. Yeah. Okay. So it's still very useful because obviously you can set it up, but you don't need to worry about missing Colossus with the throw anymore. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. that's it's good to know. That was very relevant. I was able to yeah. do clever things to like avoid um, mm-hmm. like legality issues. Um, interesting. Because yeah, Jeremy? if because if like you throw if you've got Beta Ray Bill and you want to throw Black Cat into Thanos or something, and Beta Ray Bill ignores himself, right? Yeah. But like. Um, but if I you did a, 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 a tactics card to do it in the past, he wouldn't. But like, do you know who I am? If you play, do you know who I am? You cannot throw somebody through yourself, even though Hulk can like suplex people and throw them through himself. So they fix that. Now you can. You can or you mm. can't? 
You can. Do I? You can. Oh, you can. Yeah, I thought you could. Yeah. Why, why? Okay. Well, the, originally you could not, and they fixed it by saying that the people playing the cards are considered to be performing the actions. Oh, okay. I, I okay. I know what you mean. Yeah. So it's been fixed. It, it actually was fairly shortly after that the Juggernaut was released. It was just not well known because again, the, yeah. if you want to learn how to play a game, you don't generally go to an archaic format such as a rules forum to try and look up random forum posts by people you don't know to try and figure out like why the rules work a certain way but you know especially when it's actively changing core rules but you know it is the way it is i trust them i don't (laughs) i understand why they get to a lot of rulings but it's also causes about as many problems as it fixes but like i said this is one of the great things that the rules forum has brought us so good job on that um all right so that's our currently playing um in recent events uh Nigel, are you aware that we had a huge storm during Show Me? I am. Yeah. So in my neighborhood, uh, a bunch of people had trees fall literally on their house. There's still a guy on my street that has a tarp over the front of his house because there's a hole into his house Mm -hmm. because a tree fell on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I learned about uh, tree, like orange trees and like Mm -hmm. white ash, oak, make Osage, orange, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Maple, maple pants, whatever. Like you guys had all the. Yeah. Yeah. When the gang speaks for the trees. Yeah. 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 So um, I had a bunch of storm damage. I needed to have someone come and look at my shingles. And I really was worried about how much it was going to cost to get it all fixed. But my neighbor told me not to worry about the cost of a roof because it's on the house. Bam. Nope. <laughs> did you like that one, Jeremy? Nope. <laughs> you did not like that one? Nope. <laughs> the, the squeeze was not worth the juice on that one. <laughs> All right, well, do you know when a joke becomes a bad joke? What, at what point? When the punchline becomes apparent. I fucking hate you. <laughs> That's enough. I like that one. That was a good that one. Was, that was kind of cute. <laughs> that was kind of cute. cute. Even Jeremy that, liked that, that one. That warmed my heart a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I no longer want to go out and hit a puppy right in the face. Aww. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. So... Did you ever look up what was up with these bike things or the bike thing that was going through town? Because you said it was like two bikes standing next to each other, like they're like attached to each other. So it's called Ragbri, and it is a marathon that goes from Minneapolis through Des Moines to somewhere. I don't know where or care. Hopefully not Kansas City. Hopefully not Kansas City. I thought that, you know, Minneapolis to Des Moines is indicating a southerly direction. So it makes sense if it went through. But anyways... um, Yes, they literally shut down, um, you know, it's like Moses parted the sea, only the sea is traffic, and they just, there's like a column that it basically splits, like some sort of bizarre... straight in half. Yeah, and then nobody can cross from the east to the west while these dumbasses are herding through in their little Lance Armstrong pants. Um, It's crazy. I just, I didn't think it was real. I didn't take it serious. I ignored all the warning signs. Jeff Goldblum was literally screaming in my window, and I didn't care, and I was wrong. You paid. I paid the price. I got the the meteor right to the fucking face. I was on the beach when the meteor hit. I fucking got the tidal wave. Um, Jeremy, do you know why a bicycle can't stand on its own? Because it's too tired. It's got too tired. Can we talk more about... Marvel podcast stuff. 
want. I just want to set a solid pace, man. I've got so I, I have barely made a dent. I don't want to do this anymore. I want to thank everybody for the good birthday wishes that I got via Discord messages. Mm. It was great. All right. Uh, so moving on, um, we have a topic today. Uh, the type topic is tentatively titled uh, "Big Need for Big Guys." Nigel, do you want to do you want to lead us off? Uh, sure. This I don't even know if I could do the topic justice, but essentially, mm -hmm. uh, follow me got banned. Deception got restricted. Whether mm -hmm. or not you agree with those two moves, mostly the community is like super cool with it. Um, well, I can tell you, Parker didn't like it. He's still fuming. He has a dissertation. Okay. Well, we'll get into the dissertation real quick, but yeah. never mind. The point is, it was, took a campaign of whiny babies a year to get those two things, and now the whiny babies have gotten like validation that those occurred. They're now moving on to the next targets, which is that it's oh, we mouse should, a cookie stuff. Yeah, we need to mal nerf Malkith more, get rid of advanced R and D, or sorry, advanced R and D, and then also um, research station needs to be looked at. Those are like the next three things, and this is all hinging. You'll hear this buzzwords of like time to kill. This is like the new thing, time to kill. There's too much time to kill. And I, I think Josh in our cast, when we talk about this stuff, he brings it up pretty well. Is that like the reason why research station works and why it exists is because a team like Malekith, like uh, a, a team, the fact that web warriors might have to play on research station makes them inherently not the end all be all faction, right? Like research station mm -hmm. is doing a job. It's like countering a thing. So if you take it, you're going to exploit it in the, in the every bit, the same way as you would exploit senators. So mm -hmm. it's just the opposite of those two things. Um, and that's kind of also what big guys are doing who shit on three point and four point models. They are performing kind of a service or like they're, they're, creating a bookend to an ecosystem that is kind of needed for balance because like if, if there is no such thing as this time to kill problem then there's like the time to scenario like the game's ending on three anyways right like it doesn't mm -hmm. you know uh if web warriors had it their way they would just they'd fucking shit on you in three turns with you know scenario steals and no and no interaction and they'd, they'd brag about how little dice they rolled like um so is that what we want? Is that just a bunch of that? Or do we want Malekith to be run chasing those fuckers down and one-shotting Miles Morales in the back corner? Mm -hmm. So anyways, that's my thought. Is Before we start wishing away these big guys, we should probably think about what the meta looks like without them. Because mm -hmm. I got into the game when Malekith was considered sketch. This was Adepticon. I got into the game after Aaron England took second with Black Order at Adepticon to Sam Spam. And Malekith was considered a meme at this point, and um, the the meta kind of, and I've, you know, I think that meta sucked personally. Yeah. So I don't want to go well, back to whatever that was. I can tell you, somebody who was playing competitively at the time, that meta did suck, <laughs> like a lot. Yeah, as a just as a person who wants to play like mid range X Men. So this is the thing. Um, when I first started playing, I was having a lot of fun playing like mid range lists and they kind of played well into kind of the extremes. And then because the extremes were attacking for each other, they were kind of coming within reach of me. And so it was giving me a little bit of space. And so it's like, 
as long as they exist, there are things you can do kind of in between those two to have a have some fun. It's not going to be reliable like winning strategy top tier. But then again, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not Lance Armstrong of MCP. I'm trying to just enjoy myself and steal wins where possible. But um, I don't know. I think this, the, the, I think of Guild Ball, like a lot of these guys from MCP are from Guild Ball. And I think uh, Guild Ball, like Guild Ball's fine, but like, it's not a combat game really. And then when it was at its worst is when, you know, like uh, butchers were great. Uh, but MCP is a combat game. You should be wanting to engage people. Like that's, it's a fun, it, you know, it's a skirmish game. So yeah, the idea that you play by turning it into this American gladiators, like sport thing that like you're stealing points and not doing anything. I don't know. It just seems kind of alien and dumb to me. Like it's just sort of like, yeah. so I'd like to jump in here. Sure. Uh, I've said for a bit now that the it feels like the meta is being drug in two directions, and so you got the like the super tall meta and the super wide scoring meta are like, and everything in the middle is like being preyed on by both, and so like I don't think either side is particularly healthy for the game. But if you were to like your example, let's say they nerf all the big guys and they fix them, yeah, well that just leaves the other side of the coin, and so the the medium list like like the spider foes and the asgard like if they're not keeping up with the web warriors and the criminals already how are they going to continue to do that yeah and so because the the boogeyman the guys that are just going to go through and table them by turn three don't exist anymore well the meta like you said is going to become extremely stagnant because it everyone's going to be doing that strategy mm-hmm. and i think if you can't touch the big guys without also touching the stealers like the black cat and the voodoos of the world are so far and away more powerful in my opinion than any of the big guys. Like Thanos is scary, but like they're in for eight points. Like they need a powerful model. And I agree that he's probably too much, but for three points, there's not a conversation that I can have with somebody where they can convince me black cat's not the best three pointer in the game. And it's by such a wide margin that I don't even know what we're supposed to be talking. Like the the yeah. level of impact that three point model has on the entire meta is absurd, and so I, I totally agree with you. I think that we need we need these big guys to combat those effects. Yeah, just an aside on Black Cat. So I've had this happen with games. You know, you know, the problem too is like a lot of my a lot of my anecdotal experience is using models that are like buzzwordy bad, but like. I will fence Black Cat. She's run off with like two cubes into a corner. Mm. And Cable will double move Port to fence her. But then I know I can't get a... Because she has stealth, I can't get within three of her. And mm. so I can't get in range of her. But I can stay just out of three. I I basically want to position myself so that she's fenced into that corner. And thinking, she can't move. And she can't move. Because she there's no way she's fast enough to get out of my threat the next turn. She does. She too long move ports. She's past him. She just squirts out the corner like fucking Barry Sanders and she's gone. And I can't double move port throw. I can't even get a throw on her. It's so stupid. It's like, yeah. And she's able to do this with objectives. It's crazy. Um, you know, and then heaven forbid she's in uh, midnight suns and she double move bumps ports, you know, Holy crap balls. Like, you know, that is insane to me. 
Um, so let me let me. Um, I, I have one comment. So I was listening hmm. to our podcast last that we did last week. Oh, don't do that. That's always a bad idea. No, it, it's actually very relevant. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm just um, because it was mentioned. Is the game better if we cut off both ends of this? Mm-hmm. Just basically kill everything that's above six points. Kill everything that steals. Is the game better? I don't know. I don't know about no. Okay, I'm gonna just. I disagree. I like the idea of trying to make. So it was all finding good when Dormammu was bad, and then for a long time it was like everybody knew Thanos was busted. But it's it's always kind of been like a you pay eight points and like. Never. I don't know. Well, no, was, I think you're really incorrect. The restricted cards. The point cost yeah. was never an issue. I, it was the yeah. restricted slots. People thought they couldn't live without patch up and brace. Yeah. Um, and it turns out you just can't. Thanos yeah. has always been very, very busted and has had no place in this game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, there is no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Um, but then, like, they release Malekith, and then Malekith <laughs> is kind of, kind of the answer. But then you just take fallback and escort. And then Malkith is no longer the answer. Recalibration recalls. Recal is recal, what changes yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I think like literally just the whole boat. But right? I mean, I honestly, take like, me. so take all those out. You take out the nonsense on one side. You take out the nonsense on the other. There was a world, and I, me and Brandon and lots of people played in this world, where there wasn't mm-hmm. anything of high point cost. There was nothing that stole. The first model that stole shit was Enchantress. And that mm-hmm. was crazy. We were like, oh, fuck, she moves up and steals shit. Because it wasn't yeah. an action initially. She just did it. And it was like, God yeah. damn it. And it, I have a, a fun anecdote here. So anyway, uh, I was, think on that. Like, it was a world, yeah. and it was fine. So I was editing the Show Me Showdown battle reports, yep. and there's a scene where I was just randomly skipping around looking for the end of the video, and because it always overruns a bit, because I don't get over there turn it off fast enough. And the 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 game is on the line final turn of the game and the player double moves enchantress up to a model on a point that's can that's holding an objective so he goes all right i'm going to spend 3 to take your objective and 2 to walk you off the point and then i'll spend 1 to pick it up i have 6 power and he's like uh your steal costs an action and he's just like Oh yeah, I forgot my models are bad. <laughs> <laughs> is that what he says? <laughs> and then like they they continue. I can't remember what he actually says, but it was something along the lines because this opponent is playing black cat. It was just like he it didn't even enter his mind that the that my four point model is less than half as good as your model. Yep. And yep. it's just like yeah, of course, like it's not even comparable. Like these two things, like and so I understand that like she was really so quick, so close to the nerf when they hit enchantress. That it didn't make sense to also reprint a card that came out like yeah. two or three weeks prior or something like that. And obviously, like obviously, obviously, her should cost an action. And I think she should also lose the no the canceling your mods thing. Yeah. yeah. Get rid of that. Get rid of the the or make her thing cost an action. And I think we're back to the realm of like acceptable. She's still really strong. Like I think she probably needs to lose stealth also to be in the correct area. But because like if you remove the fact that she could steal objectives entirely from her card, she's still in the top ten percent of three. She players. staggers you, just auto staggers. She has you. a range three auto stagger, range three auto stagger for two. How many people play her just for that? Nobody and else it's has like, that. Oh, also she steals objectives. It's like where do you, like the only other model we're even considering her next to is Voodoo, which everyone in the freaking world knows is busted. Yeah. So the I mean I so also, it's like yeah. So the other... So, like, we're talking about 
Spider-Woman and Miles and Pyro and all these other people that have ways to make you drop objectives. But guess what? You can play mission objective on those people. And so like, oh, I'm going to drop it. There's a counterplay. It's not just you press the F3 button and get my objective. <laughs> like, there's, there's no counterplay. And I don't like those models. And I especially don't like models that are so far and away the paragons of the game at one specific job that no one will ever be able to compete with them. And it's just like Valkyrie was that originally. And because of that, she got adjusted. And then we look at other models that do this, X-23. No model will ever compete with X-23 for melee damage output as a three-point slot. Nobody ever will. Because, you know what? She does the damage of a four-pointer. And there's not even a question about that. It's like, uh, I don't like those models. Okay, I'm, X-23 I've got arguments with, but whatever. Obviously, sure. I have an X-Men player, but I've gotten equal value out of Zemo as a, you know... I don't know who tops who in the three-point slot competes with Zemo and her, but, like, I do Zemo feel like is they're... also quite good. Yeah. But, again, like, Zemo, ha- Zemo doesn't get three attacks ever. Like he doesn't get three attacks happen. ever. Like she, she does, does have healing factor. She has gambler's, gambler's fallacy power. Zemo has I fuck you no matter who you are power. Like, his his re-rolls on his six dice with another re-roll on top of that. And then no, yeah, he's really re-roll. consistent attack I mean, dice. It's, it's gross. But it costs a bunch of power. It does. I mean, two and two, right? It's four power. Yeah, but you gotta get there first. And so generally it's costing the charge. Yeah. I think also the but good yeah. news is Back to the original, um, the two cards that they took out of the game, essentially, or nerfed. Uh, One of them is the classic, you go with a model, and then you go with another model back-to-back. They've been eliminating that since day one. Every time someone could do that, they got rid of it. The last... The double up. Yeah, yeah. the double, double. Like, go again, go again. They don't like that. As game developers, every time someone finds that, they kill it. So that doesn't mean anything other than they don't like that happening. They got rid of it. Um, So, and I mean, the fact that they've left Thanos alone for the most part, like they didn't even do like a strong nerf on him. They, they haven't gotten rid of some of the other things that people have like classically said, gosh, this is really dumb. I I don't think there's going to be any sort of like, I, I don't, I don't see any, anything to worry too much about. I think the big guys are here to stay, unfortunately, because <clears throat> I, I feel the other way. Like I, I think some of this stuff needs to be kicked in the nuts, but um, before we start getting on like wish listing nerfs, but uh, cause I think we're trying to go in the opposite sure. direction here. Yeah. Um, I do feel like there, I should, I feel like we're expecting something to happen about all the turn one stuff. And I wouldn't be surprised if they transition to a no tactics cards on the first turn kind of policy. Um, that's yeah that's been my big um yeah this is um so i'm just gonna say and i'm and and i'm not trying to start a beef locker uh i think uh vodka blitz is an an awesome player he's a super nice guy uh and a smart person um but he said in respect to us saying that on muse his counter was if you take that it puts it makes x-men irrelevant if you take uh and i'm like if you take x-men first class off the board turn one they can't be competitive with, and I'm like, if that's true, if then it like, needs to be fixed, then it needs to be fixed. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's the same thing with deception or any card. If anybody is saying as a defense of it existing, that without it, they can't play, then they need to, they are a hundred percent confirming 
it needs to be fixed. And maybe a wider problem is needs to be fixed. That's the troubling part is that like they'll say it and then it's like the elephant in the fucking room and they're the ones who introduced it. It's like crazy to me. Um and there's, there could be, like, exceptions. Like, there could be a card. Like, you, they could write the card and say, this card may be played during the first power phase. Or even if it has the exception of, like, play during your first power phase, yeah. it itself is an exception. Yep. And there's stuff like that you could do like that. Like, advanced R&D, I don't think they want people playing it on the first turn. I don't Correct. think they want Spirit of Wakanda script plans running on flowcharts around the, the meta. I don't think they want that. If you say uh, no TTCs on turn one... It solves A and R and D, and it doesn't even hurt Web Warriors as hard as people think it would, because yeah. Web Warriors can activate first or second on turn two, still do it, and still have rescue live or whatever. Like the, you know, like whatever the fuck they think they need it for, so bad on turn one, they are. It's basically okay. I don't know. They're, yeah. I think a lot of the stuff it, becomes just as live as they want it to be, but they have to put themselves at risk to make it live. Just like every yeah. other goddamn list. Like, yeah. not everything is free. Like, stop acting like everything has to be fucking free. Like, that's the thing that kills me about this game right now. I want to be able to have a safe thing. Everything's got to be safe. First turn has to be safe. You cannot touch me. I'm going to steal everything and be safe. That's not the yeah. intent, motherfuckers. Like, well, now that deception's gone, it's less painful. Yeah, it is. Right? Like, it wouldn't is. feel as bad if they're spending a, a like a heavy amount of their resources to get access to this card. Yeah, first off, well, now deception's not gone. It's not gone. <laughs> People are still going to yeah. play it. Maybe but like brace once, for impact is gone. That's like a best yeah. case scenario. Yeah. No, but I think actually patch up's gone is what it is. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, like I was saying, it, now that they're spending an amount of their resources, you don't feel it doesn't feel free, right? But yeah, it just feels like nowadays you sp you plan on spending four of your tactics cards by the first turn, and it's just like, and by turn I mean round. Mm. Yeah, I don't think that's fun. Like, it feels like we're devolving into a like our list our list do X, and then our opponents list do Y, and then based on the missions we draw, that will determine who wins the game. And I'm just like, that's not fun. Like, there's no you're not making new decisions every turn. You're just playing the script, and yeah. like, that's boring. Yeah. We've talked about that. And I, I don't think the before. game is that. I think the meta is that. Like, if you put two people in a room and didn't give them access to the internet, I don't think that would be an issue. It's only because people have this opinion that these lists are really, really strong and they're just copying what they're finding when they see success. Yeah. I'm not saying those lists aren't good, they are very good. But I think this is a people think the meta is solved, therefore they don't try to innovate. Yeah. And instead of trying to innovate or overcome, they just they just you know join the people that are performing these actions and then wait for the, the devs to fix it. That it's is like, like that's the, not... the innovation thing too. Is like I don't know why this is, but there's like a lot of like pressure I think on people who could people who are good enough to innovate aren't doing it because they're pressure like they're kind of like too chicken shit to like get off the um, things that work, and it's a bizarre. It's a bizarre situation because, like, um, like so Adepticon is an interesting one. I play a lot of pickup games, and I'm just playing, like, wacky fucking cable shit, you know, right? And I'm getting, like, shit on by alpha fuck. Passerbys. Yeah, I'm getting, like, shit on by, like, alpha fuck web warriors and alpha fuck X-Men players or whatever. And they're just doing, like, the stupid shit. You know, like, that's cool, but what? 
what did you win? You know, like what did you? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. You know, like bro, we, yeah. we flipped mutant madman, and I made more beta flips than he did. Oh, yeah, oh, like dude, he, what the fuck is happening? He's playing an inefficient fucking power team that can't do it. Awesome, like excuse, you know, uh, and he he played a team that has to walk into rakes because they don't have a lot of plays effects and like. Mm-hmm. Um, just and then like on the flip side, if you just flip demons, all of a sudden this list falls apart, and you're just like, okay, like, what <laughs> yeah. are we doing here? One like, million like, congrats, percent. yeah. You put your entire strategy into the priority role. Good job. But like, it's like, yeah, what what's the proof? That, so where I'm at is like, I'm trying to play stuff that's fun and interesting, mm-hmm. and I, it's not innovative. I'm 100 not an innovator, but like, I think that the players that are like taking it upon themselves to like they could be better. Like I think they're just people who have bigger brains that could be innovating way harder. And they're just not because I have reasons. I don't know. Like, it's just, I don't know. I agree with that. I was actually really shocked at uh show me. It was pretty funny. Uh, I was looking at this one guy's reds and blues extracts and um, his missions or whatever. And I was looking and I was like, it was the weirdest smattering of shit I've seen. <laughs> and I was like, man, you got like a, a odd, smattering of things he goes i'm playing avengers i can kind of do anything and i was like congratulations like i'm like you yeah, figured wow. it out bro like i mean seriously i wanted to this high guy five forgot him. to charge his headphones he doesn't know what the meta exactly doing. like and he was absolutely <laughs> right he can do anything and i was like that's yeah. fucking adorable and that's that's really the funny thing like people pretend the meta is like this thing but it's just like the the group thing yeah it's not the actual meta like we go to we go to a qualifier we have 25 people show up and it's like, look around, it's like, there's three people playing medalists here. Everyone, and there's a bunch of competitive players. Nobody's like, just like hardcore in on one strat. Like, it's not really this. It's just like the perception. Like, because people see the same people like placing at events and stuff. And sure, these lists are more popular, but it's like, you go to other games and it's like, or even um, different points in the MCP meta. Like, there was a time when Thanos was in like 60% of rosters. Like, this is not the worst the meta has ever No, been. it is it just, not. People forget, yeah. Like, yeah. how... What was the really bad one? Um, drawing a blank. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that Thanos' three-character meta was the worst the game had ever seen. Because you could play, like, X-Men and then just throw in your last three characters as Black Order. And it was a completely... Alt- so if you won priority, you chose Reds. If you lost priority, your opponent would have to choose reds so that you couldn't get your th- your reds, which would allow you to play X-Men on your blues, which was a fucking nightmare. Like, that was, like, the dumbest list ever to play against because mm-hmm. it cost them nothing. And Corvus and Proxima are actually good in X-Men. So it's actually a good synergy on top of the fact that it's, like, complete cancer. Um. Yeah, so, like, in our episode that's not out yet. Um, It'll I- be out pretty soon after this comes out. That's that's true. Um, actually, this episode will come out before ours. But um, um, in this, we're, we basically get into this discussion about um, meta toxicity, and I'm like, basically, if you kill the big guys, then the only thing you're left with is like Web Warriors, Wakanda, and X Men type garbage, yeah. and, and and now Hellfire, and it's going to be miserable, you know. So, and then Josh basically is objecting to this because he thinks that he basically shits on all that with uh, Midnight Suns. And I don't know if I, and so I, you know, challenged him to like, he's like, I play X-Men all the time. 
and I never have that big of a deal. And I'm like, do you play against Vodka Blitz or you on TTS or anything? I, I, it's so hard to not pull the trigger on that like talk. And it's that mm. is also toxic. It's like cancerous, but you can't help but do it. It's like a, it's like a war machine thing of like, yeah, you know, yeah. You're saying you beat J, you say you beat Legion, but have you ever played JVM? If you haven't, yeah. shut the fuck up. So like, mm-hmm. um, the, but wh- I guess you can play against diff the same affiliation running similar models, and it's a different experience. Yeah, it's all about the way you approach the game and what missions you're playing and like yeah. how you utilize your resources. It's not always the same. Like, like for example, you play against a Hydro player and then play against a second higher player playing a lot of the same models. It's a completely different experience. Yeah. That's one of the best things about the game is this replayability. Yeah. But yeah, I do not want to play every game is a fucking, you know, funny card drag race scenario game. I do not want to play that. Yeah. Like, it, it would be fun for a week and then it would get tedious and annoying. Yeah. And I mean, just as an example of that scenario, I mean, the league that I'm running is that, right? Like, we've we've cut off the heads of all the big guys. There isn't any model above five five threat, and except for five point Malakith. Five point Malakith is fine. Um, cable, cable. Oh, cable's legal. <laughs> yeah, cable is legal. He's like the five pointers of Malakith. Yes. Um, yeah. but I I can tell you, like every game feels just fine. Like. The only difference, honestly, the only difference in this league than playing a normal game is if it's you don't take Helios, there's no Helios and there's not a fucking Kaiju that you accidentally didn't kill and goes ape shit on you and you cannot kill it because your model that was supposed to kill it got fucking taken off the board because sometimes that happens in a regular game. This game, it's like I will any model can yeah. kind of handle any model kind of sort of you're kind of OK. I didn't in a limited setting, I think this league's really good. But if we were like to play it over a long period, like all the competitive people would drift towards the same like two affiliations, and that's all we would ever see, and it would get boring. But because it's a limited run mm-hmm. and it's at a local level, I think it's great because we don't run like pe- like people. I'm not going to go play like the thing that I'm worried about. I'm going to play what I actually want to play, yeah. and everyone's approaching it from that. We're yep. we're just experiencing a new meta together. And they're great. getting to throw yeah, models think... in that they haven't maybe played before instead of being like, mm-hmm. well, Hulk doesn't work very good with this guy. So I'm not, you know, like, no, just throw some shit yeah. in there and play it. But think about like, n- never mind what the big, the big guys tee off on. Think about what they pay off in terms of your counterplay. Like I, one of the things I kind of low key don't understand, I don't I haven't wrapped my head around it entirely yet, but like, I like to run a lot of debuffs and in this game, debuffs are kind of like, almost pointless in a lot of cases uh big guys pay those off if you incinerate them brute them slow them stun them adds up what's that it adds up a lot like yeah i I experienced that a lot with thanos lately it's like well you'll never daze my thanos i'm like oh but then i have to deal with these five fucking negative effects every turn exactly staggered bleeding slowed rooted and like 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 incinerated i'm like well this is annoying Yeah, and that's why, like, as an X-Force player, I don't hate those. They still beat me, but I don't hate them because I get a lot of effects on them that, like, they don't enjoy. It makes the game interesting in, like, um, especially, like, again, once they, like, when you're not doing it and they smash you, you learn real quick. Like, oh, I'm going to access, like, a little deeper in my banks to Mm -hmm. play my counters. Um, But if they don't exist, and then it's like the root models go away because they're not as relevant or the incinerate models go away because they're not as relevant. 
Like it took two years for root to matter in this game. Yeah. I don't think it did. I just think it, people didn't try. It wasn't necessary, right? I well, think that's it what didn't I mean. matter. Like it yeah, wasn't necessary. It, and then all of a sudden it was like, holy shit, because we knew the whole time. We're like, that's yeah. gotta be good on something. But do you remember how many times you played against Loki and you forgot and you were like, oh, I can't charge. It's horrible. And it was just like someone just straight kicked you in the nuts. Oh, yeah. It was so punishing. Loki's always horrible. And it's like, like that's all it was is Loki just roots everyone within four. And like when you experience it, you're like, wow, this is really punishing. And you're like, yeah, but just I don't know why nobody really reached for it. It was probably just because we didn't have a, like we didn't have Pyro yet. Like if Pyro was out earlier, I think it would have been it would have caught off. Oh, yeah, we had because the had only Sinister person who really did root. it was Root. Or Groot, yeah. <laughs> Sinister and Groot, that's it. Mm-hmm. Talk about Mala doesn't get his due, Sinister. Yeah, Sin- yeah, yeah. We've we've talked a lot about Sinister. Yeah, I like. Uh, he's an interesting dude. He's a uh, really underrated. Mm-hmm. Root and play things. Are you kidding me? Pretty good. I think there's I a was lot actually of- gonna try and put together a um a death and taxes list that was just unaffiliated and just all the most annoying taxation models you can imagine. So it's like Loki, Groot, Strucker, and like Scarlet Witch, Ronin, and just like, you're just like, basically you're like, your whole list is poisoned, your whole list is stunned, and then you're like, once a model gets judged, you're just like, everyone kills that guy. And then it's like, your whole list has zero power the entire game. And you're just like, God, this is annoying. What if I sold you on the concept of that in Hellfire with like Cassandra Nova, like Cassandra Nova and Sinister within Hellfire Club. Oof. That might actually be sweet. Yeah. And Loki, just for shits. Yeah. That's 12, 12 plus uh, 5, yeah. Uh, 17 points. Or so I'm playing Cassandra Nova, I'm probably going to be playing Sentinels, I'm going to be honest. I mean, you can be honest if you want, but like. It'll be yeah, Cassandra Nova. Cassandra Nova's great. Cassandra Nova, a yeah. Sentinel, and Emma. Two sentinels. <laughs> It'll still be Hellfire. <laughs> two, two sentinels. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. Hellfire. Hellfire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cassandra Nova's another one. Much like she's just. Uh, I, I think Cassandra is starting to get her due. People have started playing as her going, what the fuck is this model? Yeah, like, yeah. It's so annoying. When I played Sentinel, she became like my all star, like almost immediately. It was like, oh my God, the, the, the stealth, advanced healing, tricks and traps, mm. just all of it. But then, yeah, and the control and the. Just the stupid one cost auto 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 walk, like yeah, the one cost the auto walk is really like like it's like what are you supposed to do? It's like nothing. Like you can't. Uh, we got to the end of a game and Aaron was down to one model and I had two models and he just had Cassandra. But I had Apex Predator Sabretooth and another model. I'm like I can't win. Yeah. It's literally impossible. <laughs> just walking and he's like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "Watch this." Like I like I said, I stood at the board, stared at the board for like 15 minutes. I was like, "All right." I leap into Cassandra Nova and die to the counterattack. Like, cool, that sounds fun. I guess this is how we fucking play this game nowadays. Because it's like, if I walk up and try and hit her and I die first, it's completely pointless. At least I get the collision out of this. And he had to spend the power, which ended up letting my other model kill him because he ran out of power eventually. But yeah, like, Magneto walks up to Cassandra Nova and she's like, cool, bye. Like, oh god. Yeah. Yeah, she's a cool model. And then Mental Domination is fuck busted stupid it's like yeah. such a bonkers card yeah yeah uh i would definitely like to see the Steelers get addressed long before we see the big guys get addressed and i think thanos is a problem uh but he's he's a he's an outlier like a noticeable outlier but like the way there are counters to him right like if you're willing to commit 
a couple slots in your roster, you can have a solid game into Thanos. And it's not really that hard. If Thanos was a problem, why do you only see him in Guardians? Because it's just the best place for him. Uh, there's, I think you'll start seeing him more in Wakanda now. Because I think Wakanda is the other really good spot for him. Oh. But yeah, it's just because not many lists can live without restricted cards. And not many lists can easily get affiliated. And I didn't think this was true until I tried to play Guardians with Thanos. The list is very restrictive. Like, it doesn't seem like it from the outside. But you basically have to have a character for every point total. To make that list work. Because there is no flexibility at all. You have to have so many affiliated characters to make the list work. Yeah. It's crazy. And because you're so bought in on Guardians. And part of it is because like Rocket and Groot are really two models that are a five-pointer. And so you're just like, Star-Lord, Rocket, Groot, Gamora, Nebula. Because you would need a second two-pointer. And then it's like, okay, so now what? You're six models in, you have no restricted slots. What do you add now when you need a three-pointer? that's not just solo group. You're like, well, I guess I had Drax because it has to be affiliated. So you're like, well, now I'm playing fucking Drax in a competitive tournament list, which is sounds bad, but is actually kind of okay because Drax synergizes well with Thanos. But it's just like, it just gets really weird really fast. Hmm. And so, yeah, the list is less flexible than people think it is, but it is very good. He also plays really good with X-Men. He plays really good with Brotherhood. He plays yeah. really good with Criminals. The problem is, is there's groupthink on this shit. And nobody, and, and, and none of the other podcasts. People only want to yeah, play. Yeah, they want to play the once best. Once they sell out, they only want to play the best thing. Once they don't play their favorite affiliation, they want to play the Until best Until X-23 thing, which is why and X-Men turns into that. hits you when she's been um, injured with 10 dice, you just want to mm. fucking quit the game. Like, when Thanos puts that on you. Like, it makes you want to kill yourself. It's horrible. I would ask you where Thanos touched you, but you just hold up a doll covered in red paint. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yep, that's <laughs> yes. where. Those places. All the places. Cool. Yeah, I actually like him in X-Men quite a bit. That place is really stupid. I do like him in X-Men as well. But I think Wakanda is underrated. There's a guy... Uh, I want to say his name's Ben Thompson. He plays Wakanda Thanos like almost exclusively, it seems like. And I think that list is very good. Uh, throwing extra dice with re-rolls on uh, Black Panther seems really fucking good. Yeah. No, right, so you get like the, the nine-die uh, Black Panther builders on his backside, which is fucking crazy Ooh. with full re-rolls. Um, he also is fast. They're all durable. You can play Vibranium Shielding. He gets, he gets DR2 with Reality Stone. Which is fucking dumb. He also can um, leadership reroll his defense dice. And so it's he actually gets about the same number of mods. And because you have Shuri and Black Panther, you actually don't even take Space Stone. You take Reality st- or you take uh, Mind Stone. So you actually keep a restricted slot. So yeah. you get Patch Up on top of it. So you're like double DR with Patch Up is insane. So there's a lot of good things about it. Oh my god. Yeah, that's... Uh... Thanos is a, a one that I don't have a ton of experience into. I've always always worried about him, but uh, I think I'm like three and over, Sam. Yeah, um, it was funny. Aaron had never played against him, and I brought him to his house one day, jacking around, and I feel like I introduced them to the power and yeah. just kind of unlocked the seal of that shit. Like, and yeah, he, he wanders about the Kansas City area, random events and stuff, and people play him occasionally, yeah. but there for a minute, like, it's... Ugh. 
there was like four people at the local tournament and like four people showed up at game night recently. I'm just like, okay, that's it, motherfuckers. That's it. Because there for a bit, I played him and I'm like, this is way too stupid. I'm not playing this anymore. Like, this is just stupid. It's not. Yeah. It, 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 this is not why I came here to play this. Like, this is just dumb. Well, I'm like not that experienced into him, but like at the team tournament, I played Perrin uh-huh. and he was playing X-Men Thanos. Yeah. I played fucking Hellfire. I played, was it Hellfire Club or X-Men? Yeah. But it was like with Hulkbuster. That was, <laughs> that was, that was my counter tech and it worked. Nice. It like feels fine. That's good. Um, uh, I threw myself to the wolves. I was like, I'm just going to lose this game. And then it actually just was like fine. Worked like, out. I'm sure in a neutral field in Idaho, uh, he destroys me like seven out of ten games. Or ah. But like the fact that you can have a chip and share, like yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, if you think about what Hulkbuster and those two are doing in, in in concert against each other, like they're actually very similar models in yep. some ways. Like because he just auto pushes on his two builders. Yes, and so, you throw good damage at him. Throwing six dice is good, and auto pushing yeah. is good. And the fact that you can hit and run. So you get to yeah. put yourself where you need to be on a huge base. So you kind of like escape. He can't really place you. Um, you don't have a ton of models. So I'm guessing you probably played a scenario of like an E or something. You probably only had like six points available or something dumb like that. I, it was like a D map. It was a D map with some, with some, uh, <sighs> there was some stuff going on. I think it was yeah. like, uh, yeah, it was like a D map with four extracts. I don't know. Uh maybe three extracts. I don't know. It was like, uh, but you know, he's playing X-Men and I don't, yeah. Um, D is weird. I don't know why he took a Thanos on a D that's kind of, that's yeah. kind of suspect. Yeah. But you know, whatever. I mean, <laughs> and for me, for me, that just, uh, that's just the thing is like, uh, it was an interesting game. Um, but thinking about it is like Thanos is like different than Malik <laughs> is like, you're solved for, but he's doing things that people hate more than Malekith in a lot of ways. Like people just fucking hate. I fucking hate displacement. I hate it. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's yeah, absolutely. So. It's horrible. Like of the minimum amount of things you want out of your models is them to be where you put them. Like yeah. of minimum, like I put you there. So you exist. Nope. Like that is just so disheartening. It's just it's such a key component of my core being in the <laughs> yeah. game is I, I, as I want to I just want to play my teammates with abilities that stack on each other or do things and help each other out yeah. and it's like I don't care that I'm being pushed off points I fucking care that I'm out of bodyguard range I care that I'm out of Baron Mordo buff range I care that I'm out of mm. you know that shit tilts me way more than actually just losing the game on scenario yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah well he does all of it. So no longer are you bodyguard, you're also off the point, and now you're also in range of the model so he can fucking punch you in the head. (laughs) And and Honey Badger's no longer debuffing anybody, and all the things you work to do don't exist, and then also, yeah. It's bad. So what is your your new model of hotness right now? Like, what is this new... Do you have anything new you've been fucking with lately? Anything new, fun? Uh, Well, wait, wait, can I I guess what he's playing? Because I think I I figured it out. Oh, okay. Oh. Leaderless Hellfire Club is his new jam. Oh, God. <laughs> um, no, I mean, honestly, I've just been playing the uh, X-Men with Storm, and so Storm has been the kind of revelation for me, is uh, playing her in a way that's not... So here's the thing with Storm that I got hung up on right away. It was like, in addition to X-Men First Class, you have the Storm Hop enabling your turn one dickhead mm-hmm. steal or whatever. Yeah. 
That's and, all people can focus on. They can't yeah. like see the forest through the trees. Well, yeah. welcome. And so I've been welcome to the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I've been, sp- I've been really enjoying how much the, uh, her kit really like, you know, like in a lot of ways you can kind of see how X-Men were designed to work with her and then how much their new releases then broke her. Like, yeah. Um, Wolverine is a fine model at seven five. You know, people are like, oh, he's too not survivable on his backside. Well, with cover, that's not quite the case. Mm-hmm. And also, getting seven out on the front side is really rough with cover. No, it it actually is that people don't realize that. Like, it's so hard to fucking daze that idiot because mm-hmm. you get punished so hard for failing. And I get that. Yeah, you're gonna have games where he gets spiked and gets two hit, and he's like, sure. Absolutely, 100% that's going to happen. And if it happens your first two games, I can see you having a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. But, like, do you know how many fucking times I've, like, yeah, I just put eight dice into him, he takes, like, one damage. You're like, cool, I guess you, your turn. Oh, cool, you healed it. And you're bleeding, you don't even care. Great. Yeah. Yeah. And um, then with Colossus and Honey Badger in your list, uh, that it just, there's a lot of things going on with uh, Storm that you can have fun with, so... That's for me. That's like been the. So what I'm hearing, like, what I'm hearing is you enjoy having two leaderships. Yeah. Because yeah, storm, absolutely. yeah. I mean, storm comes with her free two leaderships option. Two, yeah. two leader, exactly. That's pretty nice. That's not what I heard. What I heard is after the two years you spent playing this game, in about the last week, you've you've played Storm and realized she's better than Cyclops. Yeah, she's not better than Cyclops, but she's she objectively than better than Cyclops. So I don't know. I don't know that we've actually we've acknowledged this on the podcast, but there's some rumors floating around right now. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Are you excited about said rumors? Have you heard said rumors? Um, the you know, as far as like if it pertains to mini stravaganza that everybody's getting the relooks and Colossus and Cyclops and Cable and blah blah blah, like it could be Christmas for Nigel. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna. Subscribe oh, I expect. To I expect the reverse. Is they're gonna dumpster storm and. Oh. Uh, and then Cyclops will probably get the the treatment you've been hoping for forever, which is a leadership that actually has a function within the game. Yeah, I don't know. My opinion on X Men are very complicated because I don't. I do think there's something wrong with them that's under curve, but at, inherently they were on the right track. Like Cyclops is a fucking actually pretty fucking good model. The only thing that tells me about Cyclops is his push is size two. Yeah, like what in the actual fuck? Like when that, when clearly that's the problem. Nothing else about him is, is has any. Issues. If, if you think it's about his stats, he, he's kind of a stat beast. He's actually hard to kill. He's got uh, he's like a four. He's he, is he a four four three or a four three three? I think he might be a four four three with his quick draw ability. So he blanks you. You take two damage if you're attacking him from outside of two. Um, He's got field leader and all this we stuff. Don't anyway, need to read Cyclops's card. Yeah, yeah, they, but like he's uh like he straight up shits on models in weird spots. Like I've had him just dumpsters uh voodoo like people here just like that doesn't make sense. And like um he's that really doesn't make sense because voodoo rolls more dice than you do. He's just, and so any any model can have success in any spot like that. Yeah. The the dice allow for that. Like that's not a problem. the mm. The issue that a lot of people have with with Cyclops and Storm is that the cheaper model has by far the better leadership, and that's really frustrating for a lot of people. Yeah. And arguably, Storm is a better three pointer than Scott is a four pointer. 
like, so not only are you already, like, not getting the full efficiency of that extra point you spend, but on top of that, you're getting the worst of the two leaderships, and it's not even remotely close. A lot of people aren't fans of that, and so that's obviously why he's much malaised. And his leadership too is like I don't even compare them. Like they're they're written in such different um, concepts. Storms makes sense, but I do think that her the storm hop should be essentially functionally death decree, and that's it. It should be a free death decree. It's based on storm. It, she can't. You just can't have models all over the goddamn table flipping all over the place. Like that has nothing to do with storm. It should be like a, a functionally a free uh, or sorry, not death decree, but royal decree. Um, oh, okay. Um, so is that, that the same thing basically it, it, the problem with royal decree is it, it's based on her like she f- she can oh, either right. it flip has to be specifically her in, not incorporating angry. her in gotcha. some ways you have to be within two of her to flip over her or she's within two and she flips yeah but like blah blah, blah. so the fact re- that you can do it to day's models is like the dumbest thing ever yeah that I is really so stupid and that's so also dumb. just it causes so much rules confusion like there's this keyword bingo that happens forum. thanks mm. rules forum yeah, it's it's miserable because like again, it's also with Blade counting dazed models who have the bleed effect on them, and it's like confusing because there's so many times when dazed models, you know, yeah, it's inconsistent whether the dazed model is on the table or not or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, but and hopefully that's what Mini Stravaganza. I would rather Mini Stravaganza clean up some of that nonsensical nonsensical stuff, but uh, yeah, with so, Cyclops too, he's got Field Leader, but it's just his cost three. Yeah, I, I kind of just wish Field Leader was his leadership. Yeah, like hundred percent. Just move that up, give him something else, like, and be done with it. Yeah, I've hundred percent had that like win me a game. Is just him spending three to do that. Uh, he it's it's a good ability. It's cool. Boy, is it miserable that it costs three. I don't know. It's Doesn't just... have a range on it. It's like range three or something stupid. It's range, range four. four. Oh, it is range yeah. four. It's a okay. good range. Yeah. Um, it's a really good ability like it's yeah. the best thing about him not even close in my opinion mm-hmm. anyway yeah um cool um do you guys have anything else you want to cover before we wrap it up whoa we're gonna post ramble still but post ramble oh yeah this is just the official episode no, that's true i guess we can't talk forever i guess we can yeah uh, about I guess the game, for... innovate keep the big guys in the big guys are doing yeah. us a favor yeah even, they really even though they're miserable we covered this a bit with researcher. Uh, we talked to we had a recent topic if researcher was good or bad for the game, and I think I I am definitely of the opinion it's good for the game because if every mission just ends up being spider infected and senators like this game, it turns into something I'm not very fond of. Yeah, I think it, the whole point of it being that you have to prepare for everything is great, but I'm worried that the meta right now they're kind of just selling out and saying, "Well, I hope I win the missions," and you're like, "Yeah, but like." Don't, don't you want to try to, like, do something yeah. on that mission? You're like, no, I'm just going to yeah. eat it in the face. I'm like, all right, cool. And you never know what the monkey paw, like, what the finger on the monkey paw is going to cause. Like, if you get rid of it, if you get rid of uh, research, it's just like, again, the most miserable experience I think I've ever wanted to flip the table on is voodoo on intrusions. Mm-hmm. Um, So, like. Yeah, me too. I was pretty upset. Yeah, so Voodoo on Intrusions is, so like research stations, like, no, no, keep it in. Like, just mm-hmm. keep it in. I don't want it to fall to more Voodoo on Intrusions. Like, I feel like, yeah, you know, people trying to exploit uh, that is going to keep, I don't know. Yeah, the dumbest thing I've ever seen happen in a game is uh, Voodoo walks up to a middle point that you're contesting on Intrusions, possesses you, 
and goes through the portal and you can't follow him. And it's just like <laughs> yeah. I, I literally want to put my head in the microwave. Yeah, like just who 100%. wrote this rule and then you daze him, right? On the yeah. other side of the table and his his fucking superpower is still fucking you on the other side of the table. Yep. Like, isn't there literally a rule in the rulebook that prevents this from happening? You're like, yep, but the forums disagree, so whatever. Yeah. He can't oh follow you through. I never thought about that. You never have encountered that? <laughs> no. It's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah, Voodoo it's on a true so is, stupid. If you want to have a bad time playing MCP, by all means, oh my god. Yeah. That that exists. And also I, that that if you ever want to like complain about big guys, that exists. If you want yeah. to deal with a big guy, fucking possess man I mean it takes whatever, however many Seven. you know, power, but like do that, possess him, and then walk over you portal away. And he's just like, lols. Oh my so god. Stupid. See you, idiot. <laughs> yeah, see you, idiot. You're not going to score the rest of the game, and you're never going to catch yeah. me. We, uh, me and Jeremy played one game of Thanos versus Voodoo, and uh, he got 10 power on Voodoo, and I was literally terrified. I'm like, yeah. he's going to possess me, and I'm going to lose this game yeah. so hard. Luckily, we were able to avoid that. Hmm. Alright, cool. Well, Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, hopefully you had a good time. Um, Infamous is great. Muse sucks. Goodbye. Yep. This has been Brandon. Jeremy. And Nigel. And you've just listened to The Gang Reignites the Rivalry. It's on. So what are we going to call this thing? I got it. Okay. Incredible, new, fantastic, astonishing, mighty, original, uncanny, sensational podcast. I'm just going to put down infamous. We did it. God damn. Nigel Barely. successfully downloaded an internet program. I missed I missed the middle one, but that was because I was uh, the. Delay. That's why we do it three times. Jesus okay, Christ! Do don't li- yeah, don't watch me because the, the it will not be synced. Yeah, up. yeah, it wasn't synced. You got to do it off the sound. Do we need to start again? No, no, we're good. I got the no, two. We're, we're I got good. the first right. and fifth, third one. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah, we're good. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, now that we're recording, I can just start off with this. Uh, Jeremy, did you know that? Uh, <laughs> did, did you hear that uh, Brandon's girlfriend's a communist? No, I didn't. Yeah, it turns out he missed all the red flags. <laughs> is this, is it, I like that one. Are, I like that one. Are we just doing this? I didn't know he was going to come loaded for bear. That's <laughs> are we just doing that, that for an hour and a half? Whoa, whoa, whoa. When have we ever released an hour and a half episode? Two I, uh, and a half hours. Yeah. Um, Look, you said you had a list of dad jokes, and it reminded me that I had one. You, that's just the one, or you got a list? Hopefully, you're spent. No, just was one. That... I might, I might be spent. There might be a one or two in the in a the smoking, tank a smoking shell casing now, mm-hmm. just laying yeah. there. Whew! I'm glad that's over with. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy, nice. I just need to confirm you don't have any handguns in the room because what we're about to do to you might be considered murder if you have a weapon nearby. <sighs> I, I no comment. I'm just, I'm just here for your amusement. I'm just your plaything. Mm-hmm. Or or something, Jesus Christ! Cool. Have you seen the Barbie movie? Because apparently that's the most important fucking thing in the whole entire fucking world, according no, to I, Facebook I don't and everything. Plan on seeing it? 
Yeah, uh, I haven't seen it. I'm not against seeing it. I'm pretty sure Ryan Gosling's hilarious, and I doubt that the movie yeah. is like that bad. I'm sure it's a fine movie. It's just not something I'm really interested in seeing. I specifically am not interested in paying money for it. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I do want to go see Oppenheimer, though. Dude. Uh, to- I don't have anybody to go see it with. You're going to have to go see it with me. Oh, uh, I'm going. I was supposed to go with Connor this weekend. Are you free this weekend? No, I'm going to Springfield. I just got a date. We were going to go. We were actually going to go on Sunday. I have to work on Sunday. Also, okay. I don't think my 11 year olds would like that movie. Um, why not? I didn't invite your kids. I only invited you. Did you just assume I was inviting your kids? Well, sorry. Oops. My bad. <laughs> this is uncomfortable. <laughs> I, I like how uh, we did a similar thing with Parker the other day. I was like, Jeremy and uh, Aaron, are you guys available to do a podcast this weekend? And they're like, uh, maybe. Let me check the schedule. And Parker's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm like, mm, yeah, I didn't. Um, this is awkward. <laughs> it's like, there's a reason I didn't say your name, Parker. And he's like, oh. All right, then. <laughs> I was just like, yep, uh, so just let me know, guys. And he just, like, walked away. <laughs> the little guy is not getting it. <laughs> just, uh, let's have everyone leave. No, you two can stay. You can stay. You can stay. You, you two, you guy by door, you can stay there, too. Uh, speaking of Austin Powers and lasers, how's your laser thing going, Nigel? Did you um, get that thing going? No, not really. The business is in all kinds of a nightmare is it still, situation. still a mess? Uh, yeah, it's still just a total hot mess. Um, I don't know. Every, um, all my partners are kind of avoiding me, and uh, I got like landlords chasing me around. And oh lord, yeah, I just a disaster. I, just hearing your uh, your struggles about the laser, I was just wondering if you had got that. Um, yeah, no the la- the laser is fine. It's the printer that's really yeah. fucked. Uh, um, and the printer I've coaxed over the weekend. I like just keep. I just keep like. Like, there's not, like, anything I can do, so then I'll just, like, fudge with it every day. And I got it, I got it, like, working to where I can, like, run mats again. So I'm, like, Mm -hmm. I'm just running mats. We're basically going to downsize and relocate, and I have a bunch of mouse pad inventory, so I'm just going to run it furiously for the next month, like, the next six weeks, Mm -hmm. just so that I have it. And then, uh, because I've got, like, 300-plus mats that I didn't want to be, like, just stuck with white neoprene that I can't get rid of. 100%. 100%. Makes, makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think our most popular question on YouTube is, how do I get those mats? And I always send them to you. Yeah. Yeah we, we, yeah, we sell a lot of mats, so... Mm-hmm. It's probably our, our best seller. Our best selling item, even still, like, it's like, the big crazy days have slowed down of it, but it still kind of carries. I've always wondered yeah. about the... So, when you print giant things in color, I know... When I had my color printer working, because they're always out of ink, right? Like, if you have a home color printer, you might as well just immediately throw all your ink away. Because you get, like, two solid days and it's over with. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if I accidentally printed something with color, I'm like, oh, shit. How does that work with something that's, like, four foot by, yeah, like. Do you know why it's like that, Jeremy? Because they come with, like, this little sample ink cartridge that's not, like, a full one. You have to go buy a full one. Which no is like shit. I understand bucks. how that works. No, even the okay. full ones. The amount of impressions mm-hmm. that like a color cartridge goes with on a desktop printer is like so bad. It's not much. Mm-hmm. So how does that work in like commercial field? Like, I'd say pretty good, especially color white. So yeah, uh, white you have to print like really thick um, to get the opacity. So you you blow through a cartridge like very fast. Like every month we go through maybe one of each color. 
every in, in like a month's worth of production. But actually, yeah. maybe it's even less than that. Um, but like white will go through four cartridges, mm-hmm. and they're a hundred eighty dollars each. Like that's how much okay. a cartridge costs. So we go through between fifteen hundred and like three thousand in ink a month, depending on like volume and stuff. I'm pretty sure that's how much it is for my like uh, Lexmark or whatever the fuck it is upstairs. <laughs> yeah, the little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, like, it's not that much cheaper. I yeah. gotta be honest. I'm like just just printing family photos for people. No, like, no, by volume, uh, the little guys in the printer are way more expensive than my my ink. So my ink's yeah. expensive, but it's like each one you get is like, like a liter. Yeah, yeah. Each cartridge is huge. It's like 500, 500 milliliters or something, whereas those little guys are like five milliliters or something. They're like the yeah. tiny itty bitty cartridges. Yeah. And they cost, you know, it's like 125 bucks or 80 bucks for their little four pack of color. That's cool. Yeah. Because we have to like all of, because I'm like a business and everybody thinks that if you're a business, you're basically Walmart. Like there's no in between. There's no like guy in the garage, home business scraping by like paycheck to checking it. It's like (laughs) if if you're, if you have a warehouse and a website, you're literally Walmart. So they just come over and print their D&D sheets and shit on my fucking printer. So it's like, I'm just like always fucking out of ink. And it's just, it's one of the more expensive fucking hits in the balls. Can I, can I send you my D&D character sheet and have you print it on Neoprene for me? Yeah, you could actually, that'd probably be cheaper than them running it on their fucking 80 pound cardstock. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, no, it fucking murders me. I mean, I've had people like take toilet paper home. It's like, dude, I'm not, I'm literally not target. Like, holy crap. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Did you guys just do the podcast for Muse, or? Yeah, we did it. We did it yesterday because of this uh, bicycle. I was uh, talking to Jeremy before we started recording. Um, today is this thing called Ragbri. I was asking him if it went through Kansas City. I don't know if you know any. Have you ever heard of it? But it's basically no. a bicycle marathon that goes from Minneapolis through Des Moines. I don't know where they fucking wind up, but it like it like makes the city insufferable uh, because they close off streets and nobody can get anywhere for a couple days. So it starts, where does it start? Minneapolis, I believe. And it manages to weasel its way through your neighborhood. Yeah, which is like a three and a half hour drive. So that's like a multi-day bicycle ride, I'd imagine. (laughs) And it's called Ragnarok. What is it? It's called Ragbri. It's like R-A-G-B-R-A-I. It's got to stand for something, right? What is that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah, okay. Ridiculous ass goofballs driving. Uh, it's 400 degrees out in Missouri right now, so I don't know what it is where you're at. There is nobody. On, there is no one on a bike right now yeah, in our area. Hot as sh- it is hot yeah. as shit right now. <laughs> well, the thing too is like with Ragbri. So I, I had to drive all over uh, my town to get to work, and it's like the herd of cycles. Right, it's just a solid wall of humanity like flowing down it's like a river of humanity on wheels going through through this like street but because it's so goddamn hot there's like you know everybody gets up in their little like lance armstrong outfits and their little helmets and then they get up there and they pretend like they're a pro like marathon you know like i'm in the tour de france and but then it's like national geographic like there's like the fat people who maybe were like it's fucking hot and they start straying from the herd they're like weak and they like fall away from the herd and they're getting ready to like get picked off by hyenas you can, like so I'm like driving through all these like side streets and there'd be like a fat person who's like huffing it and like just kind of going like oh I can drive slow if I'm just by myself you know like they're just kind of taking the back roads maybe a shortcut like, some take... of them are like jumping in Ubers yeah, to get through exactly <laughs> uh, but yeah and it was always like fatties who shouldn't have been out in the first place it was like all the Lance Armstrongs are in the herd mm-hmm. 
I've always wondered cool. about that. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'm just one set of like good spandex shorts from being able to enjoy a bike because I, I yeah. don't like, I'm just yeah. like my ass and that bike is just not, it just doesn't work out. Yeah. Mm. There was a, like a time when, um, the, like Andy, uh, from crippled system, he just got a uh-huh. new job and he's like a couple miles from his house. I'm like, Oh, you could bike to that. And he was like, oh, no, it's way too far. It's like two miles. And, and I was like, what? And then I thought about it. I'm like, you know, actually, that probably, like, that wasn't easy for him. I was like thinking me, you know, like, when I think of a bicycle, I'll think of it like me when I was like 16, and that would be nothing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, me now, uh, yeah, maybe that would be the apocalypse. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, Nigel, did you, um, did you come up with a movie category? I did. Oh, what no. was it? Sci-fi. I-fi? Sci-fi. Sci-fi, sci-fi, okay. sci-fi, science fiction. Okay. Top three science fictions. Mm. All right, I'll pencil that in for later. That's going to be a whole thing. We get to yell at each other over that. Yeah. God, we had the people at the shop freaking the fuck out the other day. Dude, I feel like this is the most gripping content we've had for a long time. Oh, yeah, we've we've been a podcast now for, what, two and a half years? And, like, talking about various things of various, like, intensities. But we bring up movies and have any sort of, like, anything, any sort of yeah. opinion. And, boy, people freak the fuck out. You're yeah, wrong, did. and I'm going to kill you. And it's like, whoa, You're bro. objectively wrong. None of those <laughs> movies were even sports movies. I'm like, what? Jesus Christ. I mean, Air- okay, legitimately, I know Aaron's not here. And I know we need to talk about this seriously. But in the future, we actually have to restrict it to the fucking category. <laughs> no, no. God. Blood of Heroes is a sports movie. He's not wrong. I don't think that's that. a sports movie. If you have to watch it, have, so you've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you tell us what it's about then, because oh, I, I think about. it's about no, a sport no, no. called Dog Skull, which is like basically Blood Bowl. So and really, that uh, okay? And and that's like how they politically resolve, uh, like instead of war, open war, they mm-hmm. basically play Dog Skull, and then uh, they resolve their like political differences on the field of death. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. So it's just not you know, sport. Okay. And Rucker Rucker Howard is a super sweet dog skull player. It's a weird movie. Um, there are people. There's just like a person. There's that person that this movie hit. This same person. There's like a Molly Ringwald sci-fi movie that came out in the same era. Like there's just like a band of person that like they they didn't watch Big Trouble Little China. They don't care about Over the Top or Cobra or good movies. Mm-hmm. They, oh, or, Cobra. <laughs> Cobra. Like, they, they're See, t- that's more like what I thought we'd be talking about. Yeah. It's like like Stallone 90s movies. Yeah. I mean, crap, that could be a category. I wanted to do sci-fi because uh, my, like, two of my top three would be uh, Alien. Alien Ooh, no and spoiler, Blade. No and spoilers. Well, yeah, it's just <laughs> either A, a movie you guys claimed is a horror movie and not a sci-fi, or B, a movie you guys think is dog shit. <laughs> uh, oh, people have already grabbed dog shit and put it on their top three, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just like Parker's job is to just straight barf. <laughs> Ooh, barf a, th- a three-pack. I need to check. Uh, I assume I won, but uh, I haven't taken a recent tally. There is so many posts. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, people freak the fuck out, yeah. dude. Yeah, I, I fucking crushed it. You crush it? Oh, oh, on the sports yeah. one? Yeah, the sports one. Which is funny, because I was like, can we please not do this this week? I am not prepared. Yeah. 
You shot from like, the there's hip. There's like 12 more movies I need to watch. You shot from the hip. I went straight from the heart. Like mm-hmm. it didn't like it didn't work out. And that's that's generally what I see when you when you reveal what is true to your heart, people realize how terrible of a human you are. And Which is fine. Do I don't that. give a fuck. Yeah. I honestly think that if you guys were competing, if this was like a it, in and of itself was a sport and the sport topic came up, a say a pretty safe bet would just be to pick like uh Kevin Costner movies. It would be like Waterworld. Yeah, no, uh, you know, f- f- the uh, Field of Dreams, Bull Durham. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then yeah, for yeah. the love of the game. You could even go Tin Cup. There'd be Rubes who'd, like, vote Tin Cup. Um, Parker and, did that. Yeah, anytime there's a sports movie uh, and Kevin Costner's involved. I almost picked Draft Day. I really like Draft Day, but every time I say I like Draft Day, somebody's like, you're wrong. I'm like, all right, whatever. I don't care that much. I was so bummed that nobody picked Blue Chips. I haven't seen it. I haven't oh, seen that. that. Like, Dude, there's there's either. a ton of these movies I haven't seen. I haven't seen Rudy. I haven't seen. Um... I actually met the real Rudy. He came to my job. He did. <laughs> yeah. Sean asked Rudiger. Him. No, Rudiger. The oh, actually, shit. The, the actual Notre Dame guy. Yeah. And it wasn't that impressive, honestly. <laughs> 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 I'm like, yep, you became nothing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Sorry, bro. He's a speaker now. He goes around and talks to people. A, a human, a human victory cigar turned out was uh, exactly what you mm-hmm. thought he would be. Mm-hmm. Yep, I would have liked to meet Shot Austin though, because my kids would like to hear the story of how they met someone who was in uh, uh, what is it called? Um, that Netflix show, Stranger Things. Oh, oh yeah. They don't care about they don't care about Rudy. Yeah, or Goonies. Or, they do like Goonies. Yeah. Fuck um. Man. So I haven't seen Goonies. Oh, so boy. I know, right? I, I, but see this thing. I've seen some clips, and I want to see it. It's just I never think I about it. I think and if it ever pops up on, like, a streaming service that's so old. I think so if I just never it have adult, the it's like you've missed it. Like, I think if you yeah, watch it now, I was gonna say, no point. No, yeah. I, I don't know, because like, I can watch Sandlot now and enjoy it. Yeah, I'm actually it pretty kid? good at I did see Sandlot when I was a kid. What's an example? Um... Never ending story. Do you think if you hadn't seen that as a kid and you watched it now, you'd be like, oh, that makes sense. Should I watch that? You've never seen Never Ending Story? No, dude. Jesus Christy Christ. All right. See, I know. How is he even poverty, involved in talking about I didn't about get to see movies. <laughs> yeah. The movies I saw were the movies my parents were watching. Okay. They would rent movies for themselves. Hmm. We'd also go to drive-ins. Like we went to drive Your family went after the Betamax because, because I, that was they the could way. just shove me and my sister in the trunk and drive in and hmm. they didn't have to pay for us. So it was like, you know, it was free. Yeah, yeah. I like to drive in. Driving was fun. Yep, driving is badass. Yeah, when it's not a hundred fucking three degrees outside. <laughs> did you see ET? I did see. ET. Okay. Jeez, that's like of all the ones you could have skipped. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, if you reversed it, I mean, ET's fine. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of like things that would have been shit you missed that like nobody else so i did not watch blade runner as a kid i watched it as an adult yeah, and i, I hated it. it i didn't see that as uh, a, i kid. watched goodfellas as an adult and hated it you now goodfellas is there. crazy what about casino have you seen casino i love casino and that's the problem i saw C- casino like a dozen times before i saw goodfellas and i feel like it's just like the natural progression of what goodfellas wanted to be and that's why I don't like good. Like Goodfellas is just boring because Casino is just better. Okay, okay. What? Well, let's take. We're gonna have to take the uh, Joe Pesci test, though. What do you think of My Cousin Vinny? I like My Cousin Vinny. Okay, good. So yeah, 
Because Joe Pesci's strong enough to carry all three movies, in my opinion. Like he's so uh, good. Yeah, I agree. My cousin Vinny is one of my Irishman. favorite movies of all time. What's that? My cousin Vinny is my one of yeah, my favorite it's movies. So of all time. Good. It's so good. It's one of those movies you like sleep on. You'll think about. You'll kind of like you've watched it. You've laughed your ass off. You love it, and then you don't think about it for like ten years, and you watch it, and you're like, Jesus, it's so good. It's, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, There'll be Aaron, moments in a, my life where, like, because I work with a lot of younger people, and a moment will come up, and like the quote from my cousin Vinny, something will pop up and I, I nail it and no one yeah. else has seen the movie. And I'm like, you sons yeah. of bitches need to burn in hell. <laughs> I yeah. hit that so hard. You all have no idea. Yeah. Oh, it makes me so mad. All right. How about this? You guys give me movies that I should watch and I'll, I'll watch them and I'll give you a review. Um, I'm going to start. I'm going to put the first movie on the list. That I hear a lot that I should watch the Godfather. Oh, that one's a good one. That one is an actual good one. Um, the Godfather one is uh, a little bit slow, but then two is like bonkers. Um, and two two is like a more of a modern movie, whereas mm-hmm. one is like you're definitely watching a, a kind of a transition of era in like cinema. Yeah. So I don't know if it holds up for like a modern audience, but mm-hmm. um, it's very good though. So that's the concern I keep having because every time I like see a clip, I'm like, God, this is so slow. Yeah. So the same era. Have you seen Jaws? Oh yeah. Okay. No, Jaws is amazing. Um. Okay. So we talked about Never Ending Story. I definitely oh, think that's just that. a super watch of a movie. There's like a lot of memes or quotes and things from it. Uh, Attracts the horse. Yeah. Uh, I've seen that clip. Yeah, yeah. Um. The nothing. That thing was like nightmare fuel for me. Like. Oh yeah. That dog. Like as a kid, rationalizing a dog that basically is like siding with. Um oblivion death for the, yeah just absolute the death sake. yeah absolute death just because you know like it was so fucking crazy to me i couldn't even like comprehend it because at the end it's like super sentient and cerebral is having a conversation with like a philosophical discussion with him and basically like i'm gonna end you just you know like because i feel like we're just spoiling it now yeah well and the, also the idea that the the school has an attic that you could just yeah. go, you know what I mean? Like you could just slip yeah. out and just go and read a book in the attic of the school, and nobody yeah. would find you. Like yeah. that was just like almost romantic, right? Like it's not even it's not even like it's it's romantic in a way that's so relatable because like um, <laughs> when I was in middle school and high school, I was like grounded uh, almost every like the entire summer. I'd be grounded, <laughs> and I I would be trapped in the yard. Like and then my parents would get sick of me watching TV, so they'd kick me in the yard. And then I would just have books. So I would just read books in the yard. And I, like a lot of times I'd be in the garage or trying to get out of the heat or like do it, you know. So I was like consuming books all the time and just uh-huh. kind of disappearing for like eight hours or six hours at a mm. sitting. Um, basically like that. I just related to that kid, you know, kind of uh, escaping, getting under the blankies under, you know, in the attic mm-hmm. of school or whatever to read his book. Mm. Um, yeah. So it's like. Uh, but yes, yeah, so that you can duck that that he's like able to loiter illegally in the school and like squat. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh man. Yeah, Brandon. There's so many movies that are like weird, like that kind of inform a, a like a consciousness that like isn't even like it's not even referenced even like um what's that stupid movie like uh uh shit who's the chick from uh, oh my god oh my god my brain. I need like Adderall or something, but like this COVID fog. <laughs> give is me, crazy. give me a vague description of the movie. Uh, asked, ass is the quote from it. Um, Requiem for a dream. 
the chick that's in Requiem for a Dream, she's like uh, Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Legend. Connelly. What what is that Legend. movie where she like worked at Target? Like her and that dude from uh, Pulp Fiction who gets killed at the beginning. <laughs> they like worked at Target at an overnight shift, and she was like, she was like, she basically hid in the back room and came out at night, and he was like the janitor overnight. Um, it's called like, <sighs> um, fuck. But there's just like so many stupid movies that are like fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Have you seen like Empire Records? I think I have, but I was that's a, a kid. Good one. I don't really remember it. Yeah, it's just like good. There's like tons of good ones. You like, one. yeah, it's just a quality one that like a lot of people like grew up with. Or you could. I watch liked it. High Fidelity. Those two came yeah. at the same time. I enjoyed yeah. High Fidelity more. High Fide- but those yeah. two were really good. Mm. So was Requiem for a Dream a suggestion or just like a reference to? It, it was movie? a reference to Jennifer Connelly. And then okay. Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer, if you want to know like why Jennifer Connelly exists, this movie with her and working at Target is like so fucking ridiculous. Because there's like a mechan- yeah, I don't know. Uh, basically, if you were like going through puberty when that movie came out, your balls instantly dropped. Like it was crazy. So Rec Room for a Dream. Going back to something that's important. That's one of those movies that you can't look away, like a train hitting like a person. Yeah. Like it's and you can never I, I can't watch it twice. I, I, I won't watch it again. Like it's completely like so it makes you feel like you want to take a shower after you fucking watch it just because. Yeah, yeah. I, I would even recommend not watching it, honestly. Like it's not a movie you have to see. Probably. Yeah. I, that leaving Las Vegas feels that way to me, too. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah, it, it it's affecting, you know, and like it just drains you. It's like exhausting. Um, Yeah. The problem with the movies I should watch is like a I would put Blood of Heroes on that list, if nothing else, just so, like, you relate to a different generation, like, a different audience. But then there's, like, you only have so much time in your lifetime, and so, like, you're chasing, chase, you know, you're chasing stuff that doesn't exist anymore, so it's like, yeah, you know, maybe just kind of being in the now and trying to appreciate whatever nonsense garbage is coming out is, like, better, but... So, Nigel, I feel like I need to warn you, it, you. That's your first strike for saying Blood of Heroes on the cast. If you say it three times, we're going to have to deal with the situation. Dude, are you going to get Parker 100 <laughs> episodes? That, I, can, I, can, I can say it third time. Um, I'm going to give out your personal phone number on air and to oh, tell her to call you for free. My nights. personal number is literally on my website. so I know, but so I'll, all, I'll find a way. All 13 of our listeners will call you. I'm yeah. basically undoxable. And then, yeah, it has, it has cropped up recently where I just we, uh, get these calls. Yeah. We, so effectively, uh, I don't know if you know this, but we have driven Ominous insane because we told our listeners to go get talk to him about getting T-shirts. Yeah. And so he gets down messages from people. He's like, I need the infamous T-shirt. He's like, yeah. stop messaging me, you fucking crazy people. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. All right, so I wrote down The Godfather, Neverending Story, Goonies, Empire Records, and High Fidelity. God, so you've never seen you haven't seen any of those. No. But you've seen Big Trouble in China though, right? Yes, I've seen that. Have you seen Point Break? No. Oh, but, but I've seen what was it? Um Point Break's rewatchable and if you rewatch it, if you watch it, or sorry, Point Break holds up. If you watch it, it's going to make you re rethink uh, the entire Fast and Furious franchise entirely. Like, well, no, like, like I've seen Fast and Furious, so I don't need to see Point Break. No, right. no. <laughs> no, no. Incorrect. I've seen Fast 7, and let me tell you, I don't ever need to see another movie. Mm-hmm. The weird part, too, is that Point Break has been remade. So it's like, yeah, they heard. even remade it, and you haven't seen that. 
That thing was no. a disaster, by the way. That was offensively bad. I bet it was. Oh, man. Okay, uh, a modern movie, uh, Equalizer 3, is coming out. Have you seen 1 and 2? I have not, but that's actually on like my list oh, of things I do want to see. So good. Equalizer was so good. Yeah, so fucking good. But I will Antoine, claim that Denzel yeah. is always good. Exactly. He he's he is uh, like in that Tom Cruise echelon of like when you go to sit your ass in a theater, you're going to be rewarded. Like Denzel's not going to leave you hanging. He's just going to give you no, yeah. uh, something that you are satisfied with. You know, I've even seen if it's clip, not amazing. I've seen clips of Equalizer, and I want to see it. But again, it's just one of those things that like, it never pops up when I'm looking for something to watch. So yeah, yeah, it's a great. Uh, it, it, they're not like. Uh, you know, life-changing movies, but they're very fun. They're very fun and awesome. I think they're better yeah. than John Wick, honestly. I like them. I better. was getting ready to compare it to that, except they're better than John Wick. Like, I don't I don't actually care for John Wick. John Wick, to me, feels like a cartoon character movie. Like, it's just so, yeah. like, insane. I, I well, like, like, yeah. The first one's very good, yeah. uh, but the other ones are just like, you kind of know why you go to see the sequels. Like, you just want yeah. gratuitous action. Yeah. Yeah, you're trying to see how they're going to top it you know like how are they gonna elevate it but then it's like they elevate to the point where you just don't care anymore you're just like never mind yeah i you know i i sort of grew up and had my head exploded by um like whooping uh choreographing stuff for like martial arts movies and gun food movies and then bringing that into like american cinema and like that was like you're like for a while, that was like the laser focus is seeing action done in amazing uh, ways. And but you know, John Wick basically reapproached it. That's like with the novelty of John Wick, the first one was like, holy crap, this is where you if like the Matrix needed to hand the torch off to somebody, John Wick was like a great because like it kind of the art of it went away a little bit. People yeah. stopped innovating the action scene in terms of like just Mortal Kombat. But uh, then two and three is just like, Ugh, it's like too much. It's like cheesecake or whatever. Yeah, I think that's a good example. I I think everyone wants just like a little bit higher level of quality from their action movies. And John Wick gave us that because a lot of action movies are just like insert random A-list actor and just have no point to what's going on and just like record people firing downrange. It's like can we get a little bit of something like, can we get a little bit of cinematography and a little bit of like, like not everything has to be dumb and corny. Like, and so we just want like straight to the point action movies. And that's we also, like you also us. want dumb and corny, but like you'll, you'll notice that like commando didn't have commando yes. two, And yeah. then Cobra didn't have Cobra two. Like those movies well, are hilarious and stupid and great. Like, Tango and Cash is Cobra 2. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's like Big Trouble in Cobra 2. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But, you know, you make the movie, the character stands on its own, and the character is so stupid and one-dimensional and idiotic that if you really put any thought into it, it wouldn't hold up. So you just leave it at the one movie, and then you're good to go. It's fine. Die Hard 7. <laughs> Die Hard, yeah, 22. Oh, my God. Oh, Who man. knows when Bruce started suffering from aphasia, though, right? Like, that could have easily been through. If Kevin Smith theorized that it was in Cop Out, like in that movie Cop Out, and they made, like, three diehards after Cop Out. So it's quite possible he was basically a potato. Oh, man. Wait, I'm not following this. Is is this an actual, like, condition he's been diagnosed with? Yeah. He's... he's, Oh, uh, I I never heard this. Yeah, he has aphasia, which is, like, 
it's a communicative disorder where he doesn't understand. He becomes like nonverbal and doesn't understand. So he has to always have like headphones. He has, uh, he's essentially doesn't understand his own lines and he has an earpiece. So for like the last like 15 years, he's had an earpiece and someone's just telling him what to say. And he says it and whether or mm -hmm. not he hits his marks or acts appropriately in accordance with what the screen needs. Like it's random because he's oh, wow. just, he's being told what to do and he, but he comes and goes, he likes sundowns. Yeah. So, and, and then he has, um, you know, but he, because of this condition, he kind of kept it secret and tried to work around it and his agents were covering it up. And so he came off as like being hard to work with for yeah. a long time. And that actually isn't the case. He just was having more and more problems. Okay. It's so actually super sad. like old timers. Yeah, it basically is. And, and he re officially retired from acting because he just physically can't do it anymore. But he made, mm -hmm. you'll know, like if you look at Red Letter Media, they did a whole thing about he made in the last like seven or eight years. He just was yeah. making like 20 movies a month, you know, like these like dog garbage yeah. shit movies. Because he's never... like, let's just get the money and like I'll yeah. just get through it and we'll be done. Yeah. And they were just literally like feeding him having cue cards on set and feeding him lines through an earpiece and dubbing mm -hmm. his lines in with a with a stunt voice person like not even his voice like wow. just the dumbest crap ever and they're just like you know kind of in a weird way he got a free pass though because it eventually came out and so people are kind of writing these movies off as like yeah but well, that's it, too bad yeah. I, mean, I hate to see shit like that happen to people but yeah yeah it sucks all right. Do you have anything you want to talk about for our topic today, Nigel? Um, Is there anything you'd like to, to soapbox on? I don't know about soapbox. So, okay. So what are you guys thinking for topics? I don't have anything specific. Okay. Anything specific. So I've been trying to talk about something um, a bit on Muse for like three weeks and it hasn't really flown. And I don't think it's a topic we'll ever talk about because I don't think that we play competitively. I don't think enough of us are competitive enough and get enough games in against meta opponents to where we can codify it. But it's like, um, I just want to hear literally anybody's game plan into, so like all I hear from content creators right now is, uh, now that follow me has been banned and deception has been restricted. It immediately turned into let's ban advanced R and D or in change it in some way or affect it in some way and start fucking with big guys. And I don't love big guys, but I don't hate them. And I think they're important. I think they're an important part of the meta ecosystem. Because put it yes. before Malekith, I hate... Here's the thing. When I played... Well, hold on. And, before we get too far into this, I feel like you kind of give... Like, it sounds like I kind of feel like where you're going with this. So do you want to just wait and talk about this? In the well, okay. Just make sure where or, I'm going with this is that... Yeah. If the next thing, if the next target's big guys, slow the fuck down because the meta without big guys is miserable. If you think yeah. it's bad now, it's cancer. It's literally cancer. Sure. It's nonsense, garbage, dick fuckery. We can do. We sense. can do that. We can do this. Yeah, okay. we got this. Okay. Yeah, no, we got you, yeah, buddy. I figured that's where we were going. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> we got you. You're not. You don't have to tell us to play big guys. We, we were <laughs> okay. There. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all the. I just feel like everybody who shits on Malkith is a fucking web warrior player and they just want to, yeah. or, or like a, uh, a fucking Wakanda player. And they just want to fucking, hold on, you like need to save this. You need to save this. This is perfect. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm worried about. It's like, you're, you're giving up the goods for yeah, free. Okay, you gotta, that, you yeah. gotta take, have something to take off later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 
we have spent a bunch of time talking about kind of that, not on the cast recently, but back yeah. and forth. So this is a good time to speak of this. That, All right, hold on. Good, I yeah. need to I need to crack open my nets my next uh, Yahtzee shaker. Yeah. Yeah. When I talk about an R cast, it's kind of met with. Um, You're an idiot. <laughs> it's not even that. It's just that Josh is like. He's very contrarian. As a, his, I think his baseline is, I want to just, just as a baseline, be contrarian because I think his life experience has taught him that subscribing to anything someone's saying and at first pass is not worked out for him. You know, like yeah, um, you know, he's probably been in a lot of like multi-level marketing groups or like uh-huh. whatever. <laughs> you know, so he just wants to question everything he hears real thoroughly. Yeah. I but, mean, that's. Digging a little deeper is never bad, but... Uh, I, I no, will say, I though, I, I do enjoy that about you guys, that mm. um, you guys never subscribe to, like, a slippery slope. Like, yeah. that negativity never kind of, like, pours in there. Or, like, that, like, group think of what everybody else is saying. You guys are more of the, like, it, everything will be fine. Just chill the fuck out. Like, everyone yeah. is kind of in that mode. Like, just play some games and shut up. And yeah. that is nice to hear. Um, and currently there is a few other casts that are talking that way too, but we can save a lot of this. We'll, we'll, we'll go through this yeah. in the main cast. Yeah. The swag bag stuff was awesome for show me, by the way. Yeah. Oh, thanks. I mean, they, that was I, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Everybody uses it. It's in everybody's, um, stuff. And now it comes out at every, considering sh- every we store. had a last minute change of plans. I think it worked out exceptionally well. Like everyone, like we had multiple people asking if we had extra grab bags that were playing 40k. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Hey man, these are sweet. Can I get some?" I was like, "Sorry, we we like we we ordered more than we to sold in tickets, and we ran out on day two. Okay, that's that's cool. That's great to hear. Like, I wasn't happy with the product, honestly. Like, I was very mm-hmm. like, the, when when the printer works so great for so long and it's not working mm-hmm. the way it needs to work, you know, it's like yeah, you have like a standard you expect to be able to produce. And yeah, then if it's anything's wrong, you feel bad. When, when exactly so. When people yeah. appreciate it, anyways, I I think that's great. Like it's like, it's, it's like a re- but it's great. Like it's a relief. It's like oh, I can exhale a little bit. But like, yeah. um, it's not great in that like if they order from us and they get something new, they'll be like, wait, my old tokens are bad. <laughs> they'll mm-hmm. be, I don't know. No, I think we'll be good. Yeah. There was one. Did you glue a plastic piece and a wood piece together? Hundred percent. I had to make. <laughs> I, I just had to get. I had. Um, I don't even know. <laughs> So normally, for people that don't know, you the, son of the, a bitch, the wooden <laughs> toggle like button things that are the, on the turn tracker are back to back wood, and then Nigel glued a wood and a plastic piece together because he ran out of wood. And Kenny's like, "Dude, what is this?" And I looked at it. I'm like, I had to turn it over like four times. Like, dude, I don't even know. Like, so I, I dude, like, I had oh, to... I know what it is. These oh, yeah. two pieces just stuck together, and I didn't even realize one of them was wood. I thought one of them, there was just two pieces of acrylic. With printing on either side, I was like, "Well, let me just pop these loose for you." I'm like tapping it on a chair arm, like these things are really stuck together. Yeah, no, no. I and then I realized what it was, yeah. and I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I, um, that was funny. Some of the wood, the variants on the wood, was so bizarre that like mm-hmm. I couldn't use them. They were just off. Yeah, they were like run off. So, but I had extra plastic objectives, objective tokens. Yeah, and actually, even that was an improvisation because um, the file. Essentially, the file, like, when I ran the wood, 
I only ran one color for the score trackers or something like that. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. blue and red, or there was like no differentiation between the two different players. And I was like, oh, you've got to be fucking kidding me. So then I had to like improvise of my way out of a fucking paper bag. Like, and that was one of the things just to get the like numbers to work. Yeah. And whatever. It just like, it was like anything goes. I was like, I hope it's not so noticeable that they'll. <laughs> well, it worked, it worked out really well. Everybody liked yeah. them. And Kenny was like, what is this? What is this? Yeah. Now, I have a pretty good experience with the muse tokens. I could not figure it out for the life of me. Yeah. It took me like. Like, it's actually, I think, on camera. I think I cut it out of the episode, or the video. Yeah. But I'm over there just, like, tapping it on the metal chair. Yeah. I'm like, these things are really stuck together. And then I realized it was the turn marker. I'm like, why did you tell me this was an objective token? Yeah. And he's I, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I had to do some weird science shit on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good stuff. Yeah. All right. Drink number two. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm on drink number two. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Um, I successfully called Parker last night and guilt tripped the fuck out of him about missing my birthday. That was fun. Oh, Ooh. shit. This is the same guy you kicked out of a podcast? Where you're I don't like, think anybody knows that I've kicked him out of the podcast. I mean, no, I mean, well, okay. but yeah. I, I never invited him. He tried to invite himself, and I shut that shit down. <laughs> That's okay, okay. But then he <laughs> should feel bad happened. that he missed your birthday. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That was really funny, though. It was pretty funny. <laughs> that was funny. awesome. Like, that was one was like, of the mm, best. I... This is, uh, wow. Uh, I don't know how to say this, but, um, yeah. Because it's very good. Like, for those that don't know and have never met Parker, like, if you've ever had, you've gone to someone's house and they've got a small, tiny dog that gets excited mm-hmm. and just starts jumping and excited and jumping and excited. That's That's Parker. And he heard podcast and it was happening and he thought he could be on it. And he did that and he had misheard and yeah. he was like texting his wife. He's like, Hey honey, I'm going to need to be free Saturday night. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh yeah. Hold on. He was canceling plans. He was yeah. finding a babysitter. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was a whole thing. Oh man. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. I think we got, um, I think we got everything here. All right, you guys ready? Oh, I'm I'm ready. Born ready. <clears throat> the rivalry. All right, now we can get into the real nuts and bolts the of juice. it. Yeah, the juice. Yeah, the juice. All right, Nigel. In which position would you like to be in draft order? Draft order. Shit. For the movies. Oh shit, balls. I mean, I don't think it matters. You can put me oh, dead last. Oh, it matters. It doesn't it matters. matter. It d- dead last. It's fine. Well, no. So it's snake draft. So it's going to go, whatever order we go in is going to be reversed every round. Sure. So you'll get to pick, if you go last, you'll get, you'll pick third and then fourth and then ninth. Shit. Now, God, the problem is you've introduced, you've introduced uh, thought into. You could w- just go first and it would be the easiest. I mean, it, trust me, it's fine. You guys he's go got, first and second. He's got some real doozies here. He's yeah, like, yeah, he's, the he's thing some real from... scum bucket choices over here. Yeah, the thing from outer yeah. space, the, planet nine. So, like the idea. So, like, and let's say I go last, and you guys pick all my movies, which is probably not going to happen. You have to pick uh, new stuff. 
I had to pick new stuff, right? But then I could just switch to things that maybe people should watch. So then maybe I lose in the like voting, but maybe people will watch the movies I recommend. So I could just pivot into like a different strategy, but I'm not too worried nah. about it. So I'll, nah. I'll, I'll go last. I'll let you guys rock it. All right. So Nigel's going to go third. Jeremy, do you want to go first? Or you want to go second? Uh, I can go first. That's fine. Okay. Je- so conveniently, we're going to draft in the exact order I wrote it down at the start there of the podcast. <laughs> Alright, uh, Jeremy, uh, so Nigel, you said sci-fi. Any specific genre of sci-fi, just broad sci-fi? I'd say broad sci-fi. Let's just keep it old, good old broad. Good, because I, uh, I wouldn't know what to do if you picked a specific one. Yeah, yeah. Alright, Jeremy. It has to be gun-foo-based. Gun-foo. Gun oh, I mean, I got gun-foo one. gun trench coast based It has to be buddy cop oh. sci-fi. Ooh. Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide. Uh, weird. That's as close as I get. So, uh, All right. I grew up in the day and age of we would record a movie, and I'd have to watch that same fucking movie all the time. And, mm-hmm, yep, and I grew up watching Enemy Mine non-fucking-stop. And I love it, <laughs> and I've seen it 4,000 times, and I love it. Enemy Mine. Is that mime, like mine. The, the silent people, or like mind, mine, or like the mental? M-I-N-E. Mine is like an exploding enemy, mine. Enemy, mine. Like okay. my enemy, like right. mine. Yeah, enemy, mine. I have never fucking heard of that before. No, okay. yeah, it's a, this is one of those movies that we can also put on the Brandon list of... Uh, you should see it. You should 100% watch uh, it. Has a this bla- is a really it, good yeah, one. Yeah, it has a uh, alien that has a baby, and he's a dude. This is v- this is fucking forward. This is a very forward type movie. This is a very This is a very forward movie. <laughs> Uh, I had to watch this in school. It was just random, <laughs> randomly. We they made us watch this in school. I don't even know why, because there's I don't know. Like mm. in the eighties, uh, they weren't like trying to teach you like woke gender non-binary stuff. You know, like it wasn't like oh look, there's like two males who can have like uh, <laughs> uh, a, a parental male. <laughs> front, the, like you know that wasn't like what the teacher was trying to get across. I think the teacher was trying to get in the eighties. You're trying to say capitalists and communists can get along and Uh have a, a a unified goal or some other altruistic or idea um, is why you would learn it in school in the eighties. But yeah. And now, now watching it now, it's like, uh, (laughs) yeah, it's a totally, totally weird movie. Um, Okay. Um, It's very good though. Louis Gossett Jr. Rain or Dennis Quaid. Yep. Um, like yeah, Dennis Quaid. It's got good actors. It's got good budget. It's got uh, great okay, story. Right. It's uh, hits you in the feels, like all yeah. the way in the fucking feels. It's real long yeah, too for that time. Good. I think it was like two hours long. Okay. Yeah. So I I feel like I'm gonna take yours, Nigel. But um, shit, there's no way, <laughs> no way. So you're picking three movies that I'm not gonna pick. I mean, I think I okay. Well, you yeah, have at it. <laughs> So now that Jeremy's picked something weird, I feel like I should go down the weird train and not do the the obvious pick. I mean, I could be like, I mm. could go down the Parker Trail, which would be like guarantee myself. All right, top, so I've got picks, right, and then would yeah. So I've got three like killer, like off the beaten path ones, and then I've got like the the fucking serial ones, like everyone's gonna say in like their top. You five. need to have your top. That's um, the part you. The ones that are important to you. But I love those movies. Like, that's why. It's not, I'm not saying them because I think they're popular. I'm trying to, I'm thinking about not saying them because I think they're popular. Uh, so let me see. But I just don't want to not name them and have you guys name them because I'll feel like an idiot. 
Are we? Can we just all agree to veto the like the the biggest movies, like the five biggest? I don't know what the five biggest would be. I don't right, know. So the five... a- talk about aliens. So should I name aliens or should I leave you, aliens? Are alone? you saying aliens as in part two and not alien? Yes. Correct. I think aliens is superior. I understand they're. Very I, I think movies. the point of this is to say whatever you need to say. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah, no fine. like. You know what I mean? There's no. There's no like. If you say that, so here's the thing. One of the reasons why I chose this category is you guys said on a previous cast that it's a horror movie and not a science fiction movie. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, well, if I get to choose science fiction, I'm immediately going to say Alien because that's right. what it is. So the reason that we usually don't say Aliens is because it's really an action movie that takes mm-hmm. place in sci-fi setting. And same, alien, with well, same with Terminator. Same with Terminator Two. Is it's an action really movie. an action Alien movie. is a horror movie. Correct. Like those are the two things that people will. Yeah. I completely accept Alien as a, as a sci-fi movie. Yeah, that's fine. But Aliens is really more of an action movie that happens to be a sci-fi movie. Also. It's a sci-fi it's like movie. Aliens, aliens, yeah, aliens. They're both sci-fi. Okay, they're 100 well, both sci-fi. Space Marines. So you can and aliens. I wouldn't have said. I would. I would have said aliens. All right. Well, I, now I'm going to take it back because I'm going to. I'm going to say it's an action movie, so I'm not going to say it. I'm going to pick. Oh shit! I'm going to pick the Abyss. Oh my god, the Abyss. Yeah. Uh, that's a water movie. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's a fishing movie. Do you know how long I had to listen to Connor talk about? It? You guys should do um oceanic wildlife movies that are like the main like one of the an- antagonists or protagonists is something that lives in the ocean i'm like shut the fuck up God. you know that's a water movie right he's like you can pick movies like um and he's like piranha and i'm like i'm gonna fucking kill you so i'm not fucking naming piranha in a fucking movie tier list all right nigel you are up all right i'm 100 percent gonna say blade runner you fucking um, idiot. 100%. Worst movie ever made. That is the craziest nonsense take I have ever heard. Um, it's fucking terrible. No, no. It's, it's That's one of those movies you can't watch as an adult randomly. Like, you can't go backwards. No, it's better as an adult. If you watch it as a kid, I don't think you get the fucking point of it. Like, it's... And, and also, what the point of it is so subjective... It's a fantastic movie. It's been by this I mean the theatrical cut. Please, for the love of Christ, do not immediately go straight into like the fart sniffing seventy-two hour dipshit cut. You know, like okay. So I watched the one that was on Netflix. I think it was the final cut or the director's cut. It was some cut. Yeah, but it was absolute dog shit. It was so fucking bad. If you watch just the theatrical cut. Because Ridley Scott doesn't add much, that much more. He's for some reason keeps expanding on it and like making it longer and dumber and not adding anything. And he's actually probably not all that smart of a person. Um, but like the first one is okay. So just real quick. Oh yeah. You you you've got Deckard, who's a guy who basically um, he's just good at hunting replicants, and he has to go through like a series of like eight replicants. The story's got this just great kind of flow because it's like each replicant is a vignette for whatever reason they're not together he has to hunt them down one by one even though they're part of like a group like m19 it's like a a group of like rebel replicants who have become sentient and want to just live and he's hunting them down one by one they each have their own little vignette like a story and a feel and a theme and he takes them down and he gets to roy batty roy batty is rucker howard at the end and you're confronted with like this humanity like um like 
Rucker Howard's sort of monologue as he's dying is like so fucking fantastic. And then, you know, you come to find that, you know, Harrison Ford himself is probably a replicant and introduces that as um, Edward James Almost, who is his, is his partner, his rival in the police force, mm-hmm. leaves the uh, origami thing, basically saying, I'm probably hunting you. It just the movie's fucking great. It's so good. It's so subtle. It's so good. It's so slow burn and um, next level. And also visually, I think it's still, I've just, for me personally, it holds up well. Like um, when I watched the new version with Ryan Gosling, I don't really, you know, there's something sort of like a nostalgic, like he put this veneer on it where it's kind of pixely, but like still looks great. Like uh, Ridley Scott's just a fucking world builder. Like that dude, fucking makes good looking movies whether it's gladiator or alien or whatever um so yeah it, it's a if you just watch the regular theatrical cut though i will say this is one of the few times that like the <laughs> studio interference made the movie probably better because i've watched <laughs> the longer versions i don't hate it as a fan you know as a nerd i like it being longer and having more shit but it's in the weeds it's dumber it's fart sniffy and it's like boring. Like I hundred percent get it. Like why person why person would like it, but like theatrical cut Blade Runner, top sci fi movie, period. That's it. Okay. Uh so it's your pick again. My pick again, because it's a snake draft. Snake draft. Jesus Christ. I feel like the snake draft is just a bad concept because man, I'm just off the rails at this point. <laughs> uh yeah, you probably should have planned ahead of your thirty minute monologue, Parker. Ja, geez, sorry. Look, I had to sell it. Like you you should. Well, I'm a hard so not watching it. I hate it even more now. <laughs> uh, whatever. Roy, Billy, Mad- Billy Barry, Madison moderator the, monologue. The like, I'm Mars dumber having his to listen to monologue. It. Fucking a. Uh, let me think here. It's between Alien and the Thing. Okay, well, you're not supposed to just give away the ammunition here because you're now going to pick last. <sighs> what are you going to steal my pick? One hundred percent. Because I can also do Escape from New York. That one's a great one. Wait, wait. You mean L.A.? Oh, God. Oh, God damn it, dude. <laughs> Fucking A. Yikes. Uh, Jeremy dude, looks yikes. so pissed. So, you know, sci-fi, the more you think about it, actually, it's actually a pretty tough... I should have narrowed this down because, like, this is tough. Actually. I know, right? Like, I, it's like, do, what do I want to, like, represent as my taste here? Because, like, Terminator <laughs> 2, Judgment Day, Akira... Yeah. Akira um, regular Terminator, uh, mm-hmm. obviously Aliens and Alien. We're not even talking about Star Wars because who gives a shit at this yeah. point? Well, also, they're not that good. Yeah, Mad Max, though. Uh, Mad Max. Uh, is that really sci-fi? One million percent. I would really put that in like, post-apocalyptic and not sci-fi. I don't think that that's a category. Oh, we can make whatever fucking categories we want. It's in uh, the it's it's like in there like Bloodsport and like not Bloodsport, sorry, Blood of Heroes, that dog shit movie that Aaron. I, w- I wouldn't even hate if people had like Back to the Future in here. Um, yeah, yeah, Back to the Future. That's really more of a comedy in my opinion. But God yeah. damn it, dude! It's a science fiction fucking movie. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Like Hot um, Tub Time Machines, the science fiction movie. Yes. yes. Mm, I don't know. Is the point the science, or is the point that they make fart jokes? They spill energy drinks into a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> All right, make your pick. Make your pick. Um, oh, boy. Uh, I'm going to say The Thing. Okay, solid. 
The original or the new one? The God damn it, dude. The original. <laughs> I know. I was just kidding. I was, yeah. The new one was actually surprisingly yeah, good. I, I know so. you're just trying to get me to say God damn it, dude. But uh, no. the, original, the original one <laughs> that, is... That was a joke, but... Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the new one, I don't think it's as bad as like people hate it, but yeah. Do it's not as bad the as the, the remake of Point Break. Yeah, no, people did hate it. Um, I I get why, but it's not it's not bad. But it's like the new Point Break. You sh- you should hate that movie, the remake okay. of Point Break. Good choice on the thing. Um, That's uh, incredible movie. It's still yeah, fucking really scary. Like the thing, it's still thing still holds disgusting. up today. Yeah. It's like that. That's a movie broke. that anyone could sit down and watch and go, oh shit, I can see this being fucking terrifying. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, let me see here. Which one of these? I know neither of you guys are going to say my last one, so I'm going to go with this one next. Sphere. Sphere? Don't. Don't. Oh, sphere. 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 Yes. Phantasm 3. Final. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sphere. I think I've seen that movie. (laughs) Uh, Which one is sphere? I don't even remember that. Uh, It's. Uh, what's his name? Sammy, Sammy Jackson. Jackson. I want to say it's the Dustin Hoffman. Casino. Uh, uh, basically, um, alien ship had at some point crashed in the ocean, and scientists discover it buried under this giant trench. So they send down a science team into this little submersible habitat, and it's the three people: uh, Dustin Hoffman, Samuel Jackson, and the girl. I don't know her name. Um, and they spend like two weeks in this underwater habitat, kind of like the abyss, but different. It's and they're just researching this alien ship, and there's this like liquid metal sphere in the cargo bay, and there's no evidence of life other than the fact that obviously this is a spaceship. They don't find any people, yeah. and they like putting all these sensors on it, and they're trying to research it, and then weird shit starts happening, and they're not sure if they're hallucinating. It's a really interesting movie. Um, I think it's kind of similar to the movie Arrival, except without the actual aliens being present. Oh. But yeah, it's it's really cool. It's a really trippy sci-fi movie that has you trying to think what's going on the whole time. Jeremy, you are up. I need your next two. Oh, I get two? Yeah. It's weird how I have to explain the concept of a snake draft to people every single time. Uh, well, being this is my first snake draft I've ever attended. Um... Uh, <laughs> we literally did it last week. Did we? Whatever. I mean, unless you want me to delete all your Discord votes for your sports movies. I think I had one, so go ahead. Um, Big Hero 6. Fucking amazing sci-fi movie. Add it. Am I... Are you... uh, Did they make a sci-fi version of Big Hero 6? Uh, It's got a fucking robot, and they fucking fight, and... What are you talking about? Nigel? I I need input here. I think Big Hero 6 would fall into sci-fi, right? They're fucking like superheroes, and they have like. It's, well, sci- it's really yeah. bizarre to me that like. How uh, is that not a superhero movie? Then? It's science fiction. They got fucking robots and stuff that do stuff that robots can't do right now. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's, it's, is Iron Man a sci-fi yes. movie? Yeah. Is, Absolutely. Is I mean, it's a sci-fi movie in 1950. I'm gonna have a fucking stroke. <laughs> like Why? you know, War of the Worlds, you, you can these? argue is not a sci-fi movie, even though it's just a sci-fi movie. Like, when it was made, it was a sci-fi movie. And if you're doing a period piece, hey, whatever. It's supposed to be New Los Angeles. It's fucking science fiction, man. Yeah. It counts. I'm in so much pain right now. What? Right. Sure. Sorry, whatever. it's not a, it's not a monster. Not it's not a monster movie. I'm sorry. 
Does mine yep. somehow not count? Basically. Cool. Uh, I feel like you guys are doing this on purpose. What do you mean? Um, are you gonna rewatch uh, Cyberpunk? Or sorry, uh, uh, Blade Runner? Uh, probably not because that's probably about ice skating. That's not even a. <laughs> uh, I'm yeah. also gonna put a Tom Cruise movie. Um, Minority oh, Minority shit. Report. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. I was Which is uh, fucking phenomenal. Minority Report is good. I like that one. Uh, wasn't it a remake? A remake? Isn't there... I thought Minority Report was a remake, right? No. It's not? I, no, I don't think so. I thought it was based on a old movie. Everything's based on something. No, but I thought it was a remake of an older film. I, I must be wrong, because you guys don't think so, but... I think somebody just told me that and they were just wrong. Okay, what is going on? Uh, Jeremy, are yes, you? That's Jeremy. Something's going on, Jeremy. Oh, your volume spiked. Hmm. What the hell? Hold on a second. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to open up Audacity. Oh, it's open. Do you have a um? Do you have a track that you've been recording? Okay, that sounds like exactly when it happened. So uh, export that and save that. Jeez, you you edit this together? Yeah. You won't even be able to tell, Nigel. Mm-hmm. What's weird is how different Discord be. Like, you know, you've just been talking on Discord, and all of a sudden Discord starts picking up, like, everything all the time. It's because when Audacity closed, it lost control of his volume, and then Windows takes over the volume control. And it keeps raising your volume until it gets an input because it thinks it can't hear you. Which is why his volume spiked and we could hear his laptop fan. And you can see it's doing it now. It starts going up yeah. and you can hear the laptop. Because it's like, why can't I hear you? And it think, it just assumes you're making noise at all times for some reason. Cool. Uh, did you export it? Cool. Uh, so then just hit record again for a new track. It should just start recording on the end. I'm recording again. Okay. Uh, let's give it a five count so I can sync this up. One, two, three, four, five. All right. So let's see. We got uh, Minority Report was your third movie pick. So Jeremy's got Enemy Mine, Big Hero 6, and Minority Report. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming back from my final pick, I'm going to go with Pandorum. Pandorum? Yep. Holy crap. Is that about bears? What? It is about bears. No, it's not about bears. Why are you so surprised? That you went... Uh, that is like a milk toast action movie dressed as a sci-fi. Like, as a person who was, like, disqualifying movies based on, like, uh... But they basically got, like... It was a Tony Jaa that's in Pandora. So, so the, um, for, for me, the way I categorize movies is what is the entire point of the movie? Like, Terminator 2, the point of the movie is to show people getting shot, right? Like, there's other stuff going on, but, like, is it's that really... that the point of Terminator 2? It 100% <laughs> is there. To show but, bullets entering human beings? <laughs> it is. Because what they're selling you is an action movie that's wrapped in a skin of a sci-fi movie. Same with Aliens. The whole point Why? of Aliens is to show action on screen. As where Aliens is to build suspense. That's the whole point of the movie. That's why I think you can call it a horror movie. Why can't you so, say Pitch Black, though? Isn't that just a better movie? That's like, just... Pitch... I would accept Pitch Black as a sci-fi movie, for sure. No, I, yeah. No, they're both sci-fi movies. I'm just but I would also curious accept why you went all the way down to... What's that? I would also accept it as, as a horror movie. Yeah. The reason I like Pandorum 
the 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 middle of the movie is interesting to me, but not for like like there's sure there's plenty of fighting in it, but that's not why I watch it. I watch it for like the creepy like evolutionary points and spoiler alert if you want to watch it. The ending is my is great. It's so perfectly done, and I could watch the movie just for the five minutes at the end because I love the way they wrap it all up. Hmm. And so for me, that's why to me it's a great sci-fi movie. It's because like you could cut out all the fighting, and I would still watch the movie. Yeah, that because the reason I am watching it, same reason I watched Sphere and the Abyss. The reason I'm watching it is not for the action scenes. I'm watching it because of the thought-provoking moments in the movie. And admittedly, Pandorum, I don't think is like highbrow. I think it's like you know you know blockbuster movie like make money on the the, the summer release schedule. But it does something that a lot of sci-fi movies don't, in my opinion, that I really like. Yeah. So I wish there were more movies like Pandorum that were done better. Yeah. And you've seen Event Horizon and you've seen It's been a while, but yeah. I've seen yeah, I like Pitch Black. It's a little slow, but it's good. Yeah. I think Riddick is just better. If you were gonna watch one of them, you should watch Riddick. Riddick's interesting. And then the third one is like what the fuck? That is the third one. Riddick is the third one. Is it Riddick's Chronicles no. of Riddick is the crazy action movie. Yeah, the first one, you get the second one where he's like in space against you. No, Riddick is terrible. Get out of here. Riddick is just pitch black, but better. <laughs> where he cures, he cures a lesbian of her lesbianism by just being sweet. <laughs> okay, that's. I guess that's if that's what you took away from that. I mean, he does. There's just a million. That movie is so cringe. It's like you're just. <laughs> But like, yeah, it is cringe. That's the we whole did point. see the like same his, movie, Nigel. His his character <laughs> is ridiculous, right? Like that's the whole point. Yeah, uh, not ridiculous in like a tango and cash kind of way, though. Just more like holy fuck! <laughs> like, how did this get past like a writer's room, a studio, like all the process of aquatic control? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but I do. Agree. I think the first two were pretty cool, and then the third one is like holy fuck balls. <laughs> Um, geez, so I got to pick a third one. Is that yep. what the steal is? Final pick. Final pick. But you've picked Aliens. So I don't want to pick no, Aliens. I, I did not pick Aliens. Oh, you did not pick Aliens. No, I did The Abyss, Sphere, and Pandora. But I picked, I picked, uh, shit, what was my two pick? Oh, yeah, The Thing. So I don't want to pick thing. Alien if I've already yeah, picked I'm trying to. I tried to really avoid movies that were basically action movies that just have a sci-fi, like, paint job mm-hmm. and so that's why I, I think if i was just going for overall i would have picked um aliens and terminator 2 but that's really just because they're action movies and i love them yeah um i think alien's a great pick if you want to pick alien well no i've already gone with the thing so i'm fine with that i was going to pick alien to meme on you but uh, i will just go with um this is really tough honestly these are like I thought sci-fi was narrow enough that I'm like, oh. Yeah, and you realize, that's why I tried to get you to cut it down, and you're like, nah. Um, I'm going to say Akira. Akira. Yeah, holy crap, that's a banger movie. Uh, So, should I put that on the list? I've never seen what that mean? one either. Should I, should I put that you on You have the not list? seen Akira? <laughs> I, have not, I haven't. No, I have not. Friend of mine Neither of you school. have seen Akira. <laughs> no. Holy shit nuts. Okay, so I've seen, like, half of Akira. <laughs> Holy. I've, I've seen up until the point where he has like a breakdown in the bar and then I, I haven't seen the rest of it. So like um 
a lot of times when people have that holy shit nuts it's because so much has been informed so many movies have been informed by the pre you know like so mm. when you, you like are talking about akira or like anytime anybody has that reaction it's like you haven't fucking seen this like yeah, yeah. they're like akira is like the one that is like the the kernel that that grows from it, it's like mm. if if like someone hasn't seen caddyshack you know the, like say say you've been like at the water cooler and you've talked about like the water boy or mm. uh, happy gilmore or whatever, and you're just having a fun time, and then you realize I haven't seen Caddyshack, and you're like, what in the motherfuck? You haven't seen, like, the <laughs> shit that started the whole thing? Get the fuck in the theater! And then, like, yeah, it's, and this is basically, Akira's kind of that. It's like, um... Yeah. No, I know, I know what it is. I know yeah. what it means to, but Blade Runner was the same thing, and I was hugely let down by Blade Runner. Apparently, because I watched the wrong version of the movie, is what you're claiming. I, I, I don't know. Honestly, it's hard to say. Like, the theatrical cut is pretty slow, right? And it, by yeah, modern I, I standards. I expected a slow burn movie. Yeah. I expected that. But yeah, there was like no, like the the existentialism, like like what if crap, like they try and throw at you just felt so obvious and like not, like better done elsewhere. And so in, the, like, in, eh. in the theatrical cut, the people who picked up on the idea that uh, Harrison Ford is a replicant we're literally pulling that out of their ass. Like that's not even like a feature. The only thing that really is a the only reason why that's a thing is because Edward James almost leaves the origami the yeah. paper, and you're like, oh my god, because you think he's hunting um, the girl, uh, whatever her name is, um, and so you're like, well, she's a replicant, so I'm going to be hunting her. So you're living basically outside the law. But anyways, like. But then just Roy Batty and uh, ha- uh, Daryl Hannah and just all the other people he hunts down are just so fucking awesome. Uh, Brian James, who's such an 80s, like, that guy actor. Uh, Brian James is, like, this huge British guy. He's got just a look to him. He looks like he should be in the WWE or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, enough about uh, that movie. Uh, anyway, like, rewatch if you just watch the the i just wish you could sort of uncork it and watch the theatrical so like I guess it's so it hard probably, to watch it i got i checked out on that movie like halfway through because i was just like dude this is so hard to watch and it, the similar thing happened with goodfellas and it's like there wasn't anything bad about goodfellas like it, i could res- appreciate a lot of parts of the movie but god it was just like this is just like I see what it is. This was the like the stepping stone that led to other great movies. But at this point, I feel like it's just been done better by which, later stuff that I've already experienced a lot of. Which and is, so going back, like I can appreciate that it was the original concept, but that doesn't make it good. So we should go right? all the way back then to Godfather then, and I probably unrecommend it because <laughs> like. You know, all of those movies are based on The Godfather. So you have The Godfather as the first well, thing. That was, that was the problem, though. Like, I, it's because Casino and um, Goodfellas are so similar. That's just like, this is just like a remake of that movie almost. Like, it's, I get that it's like slightly different points, but it's like half the fucking I, characters yeah. are the same people. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Particularly the protagonist, the main protagonist, right. and the girl—they're the goes, same guy. Yeah, it's like yeah. like this is just a shitty remake. Yeah, and Sharon Stone in Casino d- destroys it. Like mm-hmm. it's it's awesome when she does such a good job that people hate her as a person. <laughs> like yeah. you know, they people just think, assume she's a bitch um, yeah. because her character is she's just perfect. Like. Mm-hmm. 
um i think that's so underrated or underappreciated yeah. like yeah it's uh, yeah. As a... joe joe pesci's character in uh casino is so much better in my opinion than in goodfellas and like you know and then like uh... yeah there's a lot I don't know. See, in, in Goodfellas, you've got the go get your shine box and uh, the whole yeah, just the whole thing. And he kills uh, he kills the dude from uh, Sopranos, um, mm-hmm. the kid. I don't know. He's both movies are so good. I just yeah. feel like you watched it in such an odd order. Exactly. Like you had a, an interesting like people had built it up for you or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just like, I don't know. I watched it in like it's natural like. It came out right, and, and like I'm I sure if I own. did, like, how about this? A perfect example. Let's say you had watched the sequels and the prequels of Star Wars, and you had watched them each a dozen times, and then and you'd seen the Mandalorian and all the TV shows, and then you went back to watch the original three movies. I bet you would fucking hate them. Yeah, yeah, because sure. they do not deliver on what you're expecting. Because they led us here, and sure, like, you could make arguments about, like, the plot and stuff is better than the other movies. Sure. But, like, Andor and The Mandalorian and Rogue One and, like, a lot of these things are just better than the originals. And the nostalgia for those people that started with them and that's all you had, absolutely, you know, it's important to them and it's a great thing and it led to all these other things. But, like, in a vacuum, a true vacuum, where we're rating them on their individual merits, it's like they'd never stand up. I think that Goodfellas stands up against pretty much anything, though. I think that's an excellent movie. Yeah, that, Goodfellas is I, a weird one because it's like I even get, I understand why you could hate Blade Runner. Um, I can't understand the Goodfellas is just tough because it's like you know, as a person, I didn't see God, I didn't see The Godfather till after goodfellas like i saw goodfellas then casino and then i saw scarface and godfather and i understand mm-hmm. academically that you know the previous like godfather and scarface informed goodfellas um goodfellas is just better like it's just it's it's slicker it's a modern movie it's probably the first modern movie with the soundtrack the fucking quick cuts the slick the sl- really slick directing like uh scorsese is just out of control you know and then this that's the type of shit that like tarantino is gonna basically copy for his entire career and um casino is like i'm not gonna disagree that casino is a better movie but like goodfellas is better than the other scarface and godfather and godfather those are two of like the pantheon of like so you're saying scarface is better than godfather no i'm saying Goodfellas is better than both of those two. Okay, Goodfellas is better than Scarface. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought I thought I heard you say it the other way around. No, no. So I'm gonna put Scarface on here. Yeah, that's a good. Scarface movie. is yeah, it's great. It's a good movie. Like they're all good. You have to just, but so when you watch the movies that like as you sort of go back in time. So like if Casino was like the movie you're introduced to, it's the slickest. It's the most refined. It's yeah. the peak of his game. His editing, everything's just your dopamine is just fucking getting like blasted. Yeah. Um, when you go back and watch the older movies that inform the, what he made there, mm. you treat it as if it's a period movie or a foreign film. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're, you're watching almost like a different era. And so then you, you're appreciating it for different reasons. Like, um, you know, I think a sim- like a similar things. Like we were talking about Chronicles of Riddick earlier. 
It's like watching Chronicles of Riddick and having it be like your favorite film and then going back and watching Pitch Black. You're like, this is not what I wanted. Mm. Like, but if you watch it in reverse, it works really well. And so it's just like, it's so hard to go backwards once you set the bar. It's like, like you're saying, like Casino is just so refined and it's like the the natural conclusion of that thought process. And so like, I'm expecting that level of stuff. It's like Casino is just so much more raw and aggressive than like Goodfellas is kind of more leisure. Like it just, it kind of like introduces the concept of like they're being spied on by the FBI and stuff. It's like, well, yeah, in Casino, like that's like half the movie. Like we know that, like it's not like it feels like it's all like they're just touching on these points, which I get that it came first, but yeah. Jeez, maybe I should have done mafia movies. Have you ever seen Bugsy? No. Mm. I saw Dick Tracy. Yeah, no. Nah. I mean, it's interesting you bring that Ooh, up because, yeah, I've you, you understand that's Warren Beatty. So that's good. Uh, Bugsy's Ooh. great, though. Bugsy's a great, super good movie. And then also, if we had gotten mafia movies, we could have said L.A. Confidential. We could have had a bunch of, uh, anyways. Uh, a lot. You know what? Yeah. Mafia movies would be fun because I, I would like to finish out the rest of the mafia movies I haven't seen. And then, uh, Give some reviews on that. But think about like Buster Keaton or, um, you know, that type or Three Stooges. You know, like there are people to for whom those are like probably like the pinnacle comedy and everything else is. But like yeah. if we watch it, we just think it's stupid. Like it don't it doesn't relate to us. But I could still watch and enjoy those movies if I'm in the right headspace going in. Like, oh, this is not going to be the pinnacle of actual comedy. But yeah. I am going to be in a time machine watching, you know, the best that people had to work with the time you know yeah that and you watch it now and you're like you know that train was actually moving right mm-hmm. and like he was <laughs> actually on a train track moving those things and like actually yeah. falling like he yeah. could have died like yeah <laughs> like not like yeah. now where none of no they just stopped the train right yeah. they would just stop the train i literally <laughs> i actually just had that sort of realization too of uh uh red letter media just did a review of the most recent um the the compass the golden compass whatever the fuck the new uh-huh. indiana jones movie is indiana jones, yeah. and they were just doing cross shots of like how different the movies look from the even the last crusade which was considered like one of the more slick like hollywood versions of um you know the og indiana jones uh versus this new cgi just well, who the fuck cares it's all flubber uh-huh um but the scene was him hanging uh, hanging on the the side turret of a tank as it's smashing into rocks and he literally looks like he's actually in pain, being actually smashed by an actual tank and actual <laughs> rocks. Like, you know, the scene of him in, in the original Raiders of the Lost Ark where he's, like, jumping on the caravan and he's being dragged by the truck. And it's actually him being dragged <laughs> by an actual truck on a road. Yeah. It fucking hurts. And you can tell. It sucks. Like, in, you know, in a new one, all you can all... do is, like, hold your breath and cringe because you're, like, you're in so much pain. Yeah, it was just, like, it just looks so fucking great. It adds mm-hmm. so much to the movie. Even now, like, I think to me it holds up still, even seeing the side-by-side, like, the CGI. Oh, I, think, like... I think the Indiana Jones movie super hold up well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you watch that new, like, Avatar movie and you're just like, okay, what was that? Like, nothing matters. It's, like, all just flubber shit. Flying yeah, around. I, I don't know. The, the Avatar movies never really grabbed me. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we need to wrap it up. We're like yeah. super over time. Yeah, but yeah. this was fun. We should do this more often. <laughs> yeah. You should jettison half your cast 
and have uh, me show up to tangent you guys in a. I mean, cast. Parker's now accustomed being told he can't be on the podcast, so that's not going to be. He's comfortable with it. We're comfortable with yeah. having him too. Yeah. yeah. He's just kind of like holding his headset, standing in the corner, like now. Can I? Can I get in now? Are you coming down for the next tournament? Um, we should. Sh- we shall see. There's no reason. Necess- Wait, holy shit! That's actually. Is that this Gen weekend? Con weekend? No, it's next Gen weekend. Con, okay. Gen Con weekend. Gen Con weekend. I'll throw out the feelers and see what people are up to, and then maybe that's. that's if you guys want to come down and crash, you guys can crash at my place. Yeah. That way you don't have to drive out super early, and you also might be on time. Yeah, no, that's true. Well, as long as we don't have, like, Nick, I think we'll be all fine, you know. Cool. Nick is, like, the guaranteed we're going to be late guy. It is, because he always says it's you. <laughs> I don't think he always says that, and also, it's just that was not true. It's like, you know what I mean? Sometimes people would be so off base, it's not even, like, a, you don't even have to. The, tr- the troll has no effect. It's, like, so unrealistic. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh. Cool. All right. 